Not So Raucous Podcast, presented to you by Robbie Rotter. So, can you hear me if I'm there? But a lot more quietly, presumably. Yeah, it's quiet. I can still hear you, yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking if I'm, I don't want to fuck up your... I know, that's exactly what you could do. You could be vaping throughout. I knew you could do that. But, you know, hopefully hopefully it won't come through on uh, on mic if I push it away. No, um, it's all right. It's no worries. It's no worries. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. Okay. Okay. But for the most part, it should be fine here, as long as I'm not peeking. Good. Good. So, on that note, uh, welcome to the second episode of the Not So Raucous podcast. Uh, before we jump into it, I just want to quickly thank anyone who listened to the first episode. It actually did a lot better than I thought. Um, I thought it was going to get like 10 people who just like clicked play and then just tuned out. But it actually did a lot better. So thank you for everyone who did tune in. Um, we're going to jump straight into it. We've got our second guest of the podcast. Uh, we have another actor, surprisingly. Um, I was thinking about this. The majority of the people I've asked to come on are actors. Uh, so we've got an aspiring actor. He's made some uh, big hit films. He's been in uh, Star Wars. He's been in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's been in, I think, The Lights. And some. Uh, he's already shaken his head in disappointment here. Um, and he is also a well-known hospitality worker as well. And a full-time Twitch streamer. We've got the one and only Torin. I think, is it Pocock? Pocock? I don't actually have a clue how to say last name. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I, like this, I have so many problems with what has just been said. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you didn't get me to build, I was going to build up into, let me just, let me just, what, what we should make clear here is normally whenever I see you, Robbie, I greet you in the same way. And it, obviously with a podcast format, it's kind of tricky for me to get that across. So I'm going to do it out of context. So basically headphone, normally, headphone users turn down the volume immediately. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll step away from the mic. Hang on, hang on. Normally, whenever I see Robbie, this is what I do. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where we are, or or who who's around. That's what we do. So so there we go. That's that's me. Got that out of the way. I can't even deny. Hello, I've actually Robbie. I've actually missed it. It's been a long time <laughs> since I've. It's been a while since I've heard that. To be fair, it's always a challenge to me to see quite how long I can make it go on for. Sometimes <laughs> I try and make it really last a long time <laughs> before we've even started. Um, but hello, the best, the best thing about that as well is you've got no filter with it. It doesn't matter who's around, where we are. <laughs> You're still going to crack it out. That's, that's, that's the best thing of it. And it it's just be, people who are just I, looking I and there's be, just no shame. I could be a funeral. And if I saw you, they, you know, everyone's there. Sorry, sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> Ow! It would, it would just, it would come out. Um, yeah, aspiring actor. Aspiring actor. I mean, listen, man. I've done Star Wars. I've done Pirates of the Caribbean. Not really. I'm I'm a full time actor. Well, actually, I'm a full time I'm a full time scrounger right now. Um, you know, I'm. This is my first month of Universal credit. Woo! Yeah, because I didn't get the furlough. I didn't get the furlough. Yeah, you mate. you made a very uh, wrong career change. At the, I did. Well, no, a right yeah. career change just at the wrong yeah. time. But the wrong time. Yeah, I I, I left the job I was in, uh, in order to uh, you know, get a better job. And then the better job obviously got hit with COVID, and then uh, yeah, and that's what we're talking about, isn't it? That that's uh, yeah. I mean, I'll leave it to you jobs. to introduce. The, uh, I hope so, because I've 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 been thinking about that all week, and now you just looked at me like you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, well, I was just sure what topic because I was with you. We could talk about many things, but I thought jobs is. I don't want to keep saying every time I do a topic, it's a very current topic. You know, people are struggling for jobs, but 
it's something which we've had the pleasure of working with each other uh, for was well, it like two years in yeah, total? Yeah, well, on and off. The thing is, is we we sort of like we we kind of. Uh... We, we were apart then together. We, we reunited the old team back together. They said yes. it would never happen. And, uh, you know. In a very yeah. different... Well, we, we started off working with each other as just waiters. And then mm-hmm. uh, we got made redundant. <laughs> and then you became, you became a manager and I became a waiter. Well, no, you, uh, you forgot. <laughs> we, 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 we got made redundant. That's, that's the we first did. thing we're missing. We got made redundant, um, which I never really expected at the age of 21. No. Uh, nice. to be made redundant <laughs> yes, that's uh, it i can put my slippers on now and i i, I still remember that that day because um i was i was working the night before closed i think we can say the company name because it's oh yeah fuck it james italian, james italian yeah, we, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah absolutely um and we well I'd, I'd been there for just under two years you'd been there for under eight? a year mate not uh, under a year like yeah. it was it was not as long as it felt like put it that way yes yes that's true mm-hmm. uh and <laughs> I remember like did the closing shift the night before and I was actually meant to be going in the, on the day to sign my contracts to become a manager. Yep. And instead I signed a very different contract. Um, <laughs> and I remember getting like an email saying about there was some call that we had to join. And I was like, yeah, this must be spam. And then yeah. you called me up saying, yeah, Robbie, you should get to work pretty ASAP. Yeah. Um, it's gone into administration. I was like, I just woken up. I was like, "What are you? What are you talking about? Like, I come know. on, is this a joke of yours?" Or and then no, no, no. Could you not tell the seriousness in my? This is like the boy who cried wolf because you know, I whenever I have serious news to break with anyone, it's quite tricky to get the gra- <laughs> the gravitas to sort of bring it over because people always immediately assume, yeah, whatever. But but I mean, listen, we jumped into this. Let's let's go for it. Let's 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 go for it. So I, I yeah, Jamie's. I remember that day very clearly as well. Because it was the day with which our our, our general manager at the time, uh, Graham, had just um, he he was obviously taking a bit of time off because he was you know expecting a, he had the baby or he had the baby no, already. It was, his, it was his first day of paternity leave. Yes, it was his first day of paternity leave. <laughs> so he had got the new manager to take. It was his fir- the new manager's first day, <laughs> first day of being uh, being you know on his own, and I was opening that day. So I was like, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'll get in a little bit early. So because I was opening, I got in at like, normally we got in at for, for like 11, for 11.40, no, 10.45 for like 11.45, right? So yeah. I thought I got in at like, <clears throat> I got in at like 20 past 10 and was like, let's make sure everything is set up perfectly. So like he's relaxed. And if there's any like things that he doesn't necessarily know, if he's just going to be walking around the restaurant, just kind of looking at stuff and going what is bread um, like, you know, it's any, anything like that the I'm thing is that's, that's the sort of question he would probably would have asked I'm not well, going to say his name because he was a fuckwit um, but, but was, you know, was, do you know where he was from where Milton Keynes <laughs> that explains everything he was exactly where I was everything. from because <laughs> he used oh, to man. work at the hotel in Milton Keynes not mm-hmm. Jamie's hotel but a hotel and then he basically moved to the hotel in Oxford and then yeah. just started at, at Jamie's and at the time it, yeah um but yeah, yeah i'll be honest like it was a, it was a, it was a shame because i i love working there um mm-hmm. generally loved working there um but i will say like being made redundant was odd but we had some great like leaving parties after absolutely um i, mean, I, I unfortunately I was, I was, wasn't I... there for the the whole day because i had pro- probably the worst day of my life put simply because i because Got made redundant. We went to the pub next door to get oh yeah, of course. very drunk. Yeah, fuck. We got we got very drunk at like twelve o'clock. 
Yeah, we were drunk <laughs> by, by yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, get, I get a phone call saying like, oh, Robbie, your mum's not very well. She's in hospital. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. They? And I was like, so I, I was like, right, okay. So I was there like just trying to compose myself. I got on a coach back. And on the coach back, the coach then broke down. Oh, yeah. In, like, in the abyssa. <laughs> and I sat the, and I was just crying on this coach. Just like, does anything else want to go wrong today? <laughs> is that when you I listened to the last podcast is that when you shut yourself um, no I, right just, I don't know what they, Nathan's, I, I really on reflection should have probably edited that part out completely um, no it's gospel now you shut yourself that's 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 what the incident <laughs> now and will ever be uh, it's going to be like the key ever. theme for each, for each topic yeah what I, um, look, I, I was I was half, I was going to say the, 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 the sort of process of what happened that morning because uh, it was it was so I I got in early and obviously you guys came along later, but I was, it was me. There was, oh God, what was her name? Ju, was it Julia, Julianne or like the female chef who was from, who was there only very, she used to come in like on and off and then like quite a big, quite scary female uh, chef. And I can't remember her name. And then Jow. Oh yeah. I know. I, can't, I don't know her Ju, name, but I know Julia, she, uh, she, yeah. she used to work in Reading and she transferred, yeah. had tattoos. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. She was very good. To me, she, actually. she was. She was in the. Uh, she was down there with with Jiao, and then so I was. Uh, it was about <clears throat> ten thirty, and mm. uh, these three guys in suits turn up to the uh, turn up to the door, and they like knock on the glass. They like get under the shutter and knock on the glass, and I sort of like look up like we're not open yet. Like go away, and then <laughs> and then I think oh, okay, I better go and open the door. So obviously the uh, the manager wasn't around, so I open the door and I say uh, hi, can I help? What do you, what do you need? And they said, um, was it? I think it was Deloitte. They said, uh, yeah, we're from um, we're from Deloitte. We uh, obviously we, we just wanted to let you know that the company's gone into administration. <laughs> and what I said, what I said, like a fucking idiot, was Deloitte's gone into administration. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, no, Jamie's Italian. And I said, oh, that makes more sense. Now you say that. And obviously, we had no warning about any of this. Obviously, obviously they probably didn't want to warn us because of what, you know, obviously it would have been a disaster had they warned us. Well, they didn't end up doing a, a, there was a documentary on it, actually. Um, yeah, I remember. Davina McCall and obviously Jamie Oliver himself. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, I, like, didn't have any resentment towards the man at all, like, whatsoever. Um, yeah. But especially in that, I know a lot of people were kind of, like, found it quite funny. Um, which mm. I was like, I, I got really like quite, I was like, this is, that's actually quite sick. There are like thousands of people here who have just lost their jobs and that it's been yeah. made into a joke because it's a celebrity chef who tried to stop two for one pizzas and promoted sugar tax and stuff like that. It was like, yeah. it's quite sick when you think about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, so that's how we met. I've, I've actually got your, um, I was looking at your CV, um, as, as you know. Oh, um, this is now, now got, listen here, listen here. I, 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 you know, this is what happens when people don't respect. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say where I was. I, I said to you on the phone where I was going to, I'm not going to go there, but look, <laughs> you trust someone, you trust a mate to help you out with a job on and I only, and I did. not only do you not even fucking get a call. <laughs> not only does no, that I got you. I got your job in the first place. I think you'll find Mr. Rich Gibbs got a job. He just, he met me. And no, he was no, he didn't work there at that point. No, because it was me and Anna. Because you came in with your CV, and I remember Anna came over to me, and oh, she went, yeah. and she said, "Oh, there's a guy with a beard and a ponytail who's asking for you at the door." And I was thinking, oh, yeah. "What on earth?" And then I turned up because I've been trying to convince you for 
a few months to try and join this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said, no, no, not going to. No, and then walking no. up to the front door with you and your dad and his red trousers <laughs> and your yeah, CV yeah. in hand. <laughs> and I immediately yeah. went, oh, look what the cat has dragged look in Look who here. it is. And I thought what I'd do is, I, think, I thought I'd come in on a Saturday lunchtime. Uh, sort yeah, of great about, timing. <laughs> about 1.32. Uh, and, then, and then, you know, that would be, that would be perfect. Yeah, but um, bus- busiest time of the entire week for the, for the place. <laughs> you Do you know what's funny, actually, is I never fucking saw that restaurant as busy as when I handed my CV in. When I, when I, when I walked in, True. when I walked in, I was like, oh, mate, there's more people in here than I thought. Never saw it that busy again. <laughs> Something must have happened when I walked in. And that's why, uh, with our amazing record, Robbie, uh, that restaurant is now also no, closed. My record is worse. Okay, where else did you get every restaurant? No, 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 no. Every restaurant I have worked for has closed down. Wow. Okay. That's four in total. Wow. Wait, because you worked at so Lock Fine. Lock Lock Fine was my first waitering job, and uh, when I first joined it, won Lock Fine of the Year, and then some dodgy management came in, stole about thirty thousand pounds from the company. Oh, lovely! All got sacked, and that's when I. For the first time at the age of seventeen, got promoted to supervisor, um, yep. which was interesting. Yeah, I can and imagine. And then I transferred to the site in Oxford when I went to uni. Uh, that then won lock fine of the year, and then I could sense it was going, yeah, yeah, to ship. So I was like, I'm going to get out now before I lose my job. And that's when I moved over Good to idea. Jamie's. But technically, yeah, every restaurant I have worked for has closed down. Um, Are you like cursed? However, only one of those was when I was working there. Okay. So did you did you upset a group of sort of like you know uh, have you have you upset sort of like a group of I was going to say something I'm not going to say what I was going to say you gonna have say? you been cursed is what I'm trying to say I I don't know I hope not um I'd say okay, well. well I w- would say the restaurant working has been doing very well but then we've been would in a say, pandemic slash lockdown would you say you're quite an inherently unlucky man because I'm just looking yes. at you right now with your with your with your <laughs> scar across your forehead. Three scars, sorry. It's three yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your disastrous haircut. Uh, for those who for those who can't obviously see because we're recording this as a podcast, just so you're aware, um, what I'm staring at right now <laughs> is the spitting image of you know the 1980s action man figures who had like the buzz cut that was sort of like furry and you could like you know you just wanted to touch it all the time so that and then you could put your finger or your thumb in the back of his head and make his eyes dart from side to side (laughs) but no you you sent me a photo of um sid from toy story oh yeah that's the other one you look like sid from toy story essentially if you want to know exactly what robbie looks like like right now yeah just google sid from toy story you're there you're there do you do you stick fireworks on toys and like you know send them into the into the you've you know, got weird analogies like this? It's like when I yeah. first got my accident, which apparently was shitting myself at a wedding or yeah. and getting a, a abandoned by my parents. Um, do you remember the nickname you you gave me for? I am not an animal. <laughs> yeah, you were the elephant man. That was you. And we started. We st- I started trying to show you primary colours and see if you were sort of interested in shapes and yeah, sort of, you know. you asked me it, if I started drooling uncontrollably. <laughs> did you find yourself more interested in licking windows than you did before? You know, that was... That the was... thing is, I looked at it, I looked back at this, what you've just said is word for word what you actually sent me <laughs> when, you found, when you found out I'd, I had the accident. <laughs> it's actually spot on exactly what you said. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, because, you know, you were, you, you it was... 
I would have more sympathy for you. I would have more sympathy for you if you'd been like attacked, if you'd been like, you know, hit over the head with a bottle or whatever, but you didn't. You got really drunk on May Day and forgot how to walk. That, that's, that's, that's what, what makes happened. it even better was I was meant to be working as well because I was working the night of May Day and I remember getting so pissed off because I'd been put on to work the closing shift of May Day the evening, and then, morning, and then yeah. the opening shift on the morning. And I went, yeah. I am the only uni student in this building. Why? It was the second year in a row. And I got yeah. so annoyed. And like, gee, our boss was just like, well, because I know you're going to go out, but you're more reliable and you will turn up unlike the others. And I went, that's such but a why fucker am I... of a thing to say. And I was like, well, why am I being punished here? Because I'm more reliable than the others. Also, um, if you just ask me, mate, I haven't been out for May Day since I was about 20, 22, I think. Like, well, I don't I'll know be honest, in Oxford. When, when I, I saw you drinking a, a beer in your hand right now and I was quite surprised. I was expecting well, a exactly. Diet Coke. I don't, I have, well. Oh, you have got obviously a Diet they can't Coke. see right, that at okay. home, but I've just produced a uh, a two liter bottle of Diet Coke that I'm zipping from. <laughs> well, I'll tell you for why. I don't normally drink, really. I'm not not a big drinker, but but of course, the thing that you've neglected to mention. I don't know if this ruins your editing, but fuck it. I mean, it being <laughs> for your for your huge swathes of followers who'll go, hang on, this wasn't actually recorded on the day. Ah, uh, it's St. Patrick's Day today. It's oh, you know yeah. today is. Today is St. Patrick's Day, so I thought I'd, you know, have a crack. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know what that means, but but I thought I'd have a drink to celebrate it being St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, um, same. I'm in- for enjoying no a reason very, whatsoever. I've got a very nice Lebanese red wine to commemorate <laughs> uh, to commemorate St. Patrick's. Lebanese. Day. Yes. Well, I've got a fantastic. This isn't sponsored. I wish it would be, but a fantastic oh, wine store called Grape Mines around the corner to me. Okay, fantastic. And it is, I've been there about four times now in the last month, and it is phenomenal. Like, they already know me by name. I go in and they've already, like, the guy remembers all the wines I've already had or purchased from them and instantly goes, just get this. And it, it's you, just uh... amazing. It's amazing. It's to me, like, now I don't understand the point in going to a supermarket and buying a bottle of wine. Because you just go in there, you tell them what you like, what you're wanting to try, your price range, and they just give you three options. I'm I'm quite concerned that you might be becoming an alcoholic. I mean, that, no, that is actually quite the opposite because I haven't okay. been at work. I have barely been drinking. Okay. So I buy a bottle of wine a week, but um, at work normally, especially mm. in previous jobs, Jamie's most notably is oh, probably yeah. my prime days Mate, of alcohol. Hospitality makes you drink. It drives you to drink. It, it's uh, yeah, it's a terrible well, industry. I, I remember my my first day at Jamie's. Uh, the other place I worked, I'd always been like 17, 18. So I didn't really, I'd kind of just do my shift and go home. Yeah. Now I remember like when I joined Jamie, I sat down with, for my induction and the manager going like, we're, like, we're one big family here. And I was like, yeah. you know, you need to, I was like, all right, you, you like each other. I get it. She kept stressing this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get it. You like each other. Chill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I had my first shift. And I remember it was like a Friday night and I was going, right guys, I, I'll see you later. And they went, well, wh- where are you going? And I was like, well, home i've got work tomorrow <laughs> yeah and they were like we're going to the pub like come with us yeah and i was like oh okay yeah cool they want to get to know me this is this is sweet this is nice and <laughs> pretty much everyone chefs front of house everyone managers went to the pub oh, yeah they want, to, they want to get to know me this is really sweet yeah, and they, then the next they've organized day this specially it's a surprise I know, they, I was, they got together <laughs> i was so touched and then the next day i see like we're going to the pub where are you going and it, but yeah. then I slowly realized this was, it was every day. Every night. <laughs> that, was, that was the problem. Like, I could go out probably about... Like, I, I remember 
when I was at uni. I, we said we weren't going to talk about uni. You told me no talk about uni. And you're the one who um, brought this up. But when I when I was at uni, I, I had so Birmingham has a freshers two weeks. Yeah. So it was it was a two week freshers period, and I remember that I went out all but um I think it was three nights I didn't go out. And I put on like so much weight and I was drinking in the day. Like we were staying up all night, mate. I, I, I decided it, it gets to like four nights in and you're like, I'm not enjoying this anymore. And then <laughs> yeah, you like, and you like, you're like, okay, it was like, I've got it all out of my system from being 16 to 18. You were like, Oh, why can't I go out? Why can't I go out? Freshers week fucking takes a lot out of you. You're like, okay, I think I've done, I think I've done with dancing in a circle with some girls I've just met uh, and then not getting anywhere with any of them. Uh, and then, you know, having having other guys kind of like pushing their backs against you in clubs and be like, ooh, 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 ooh. Um, you know, so it was I kind of had enough of that after four nights. But then like your fucking RAs come around and go, no, you have no, this is the biggest night. This is the night everyone comes out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is what if you miss this one, mate, this is sports night. So you will have to dress up. Yeah, OK, I'll do that then. But I'm not coming out tomorrow. OK, OK, cool. Oh, but it's the philosophy society night out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, come on. At that it's point, you're in some come. vicious cycle of... Oh, mate. Yeah, it, it, that's it. And then two weeks. And then, so I, I I, could never, from that point on, I've always said I need at least like two nights between nights out. I, I can't. Yeah. Whereas at Jamie's, it was just relentless, man. It was like every, was every day you worked. And also what I used to love was obviously you come into town to work so you're like i might as well i'm in town i'll have a drink after work because i'm already mm -hmm. in town but then there were lots of nights where someone would have maybe one or two days off a week and on those two days they would come to town to go for a drink it was just oh, yeah like... that's how it well because because the way it used to work is because we go to the pub next door to us which would, would yeah. normally be open to about midnight and there would normally be at least maybe five or six of us who'd go and everyone basically with your tips you'd buy drinks in but it used to be literally Round after round after round. And actually, it's one of the few places, a few groups I've been out with where the rounds are pretty fairly shared out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like midnight. Okay, yeah. we'll go home now. But then for those who lived in Cowley, which was an area which a lot of us lived in, there was a pub on the way back, which was open to 2 a.m. So yeah. you then used to stop off there, continue drinking, but it, it literally would be like that every single shift. Yeah. But yeah. I got to say, it then got, for me, worse, even after Jamie's, when I then moved on to Tell Street, where we used to work. Yeah, that was even worse because well, because they were a lot younger there. Yes, and we used to go yeah. every single day. But even yeah. if you weren't working, you yeah. knew there would be people in that pub, so you would just go exactly. there anyway. And yeah, a good probably eighty percent of the staff would be hanging out their asses on mm -hmm. shift. And yeah. you didn't, you weren't the most, you didn't always come out for drinks. No, but there's one night I do remember, which is the oh, night where I almost got you fired. Which yeah, in in essence, was probably an extremely eventful 48 hours because yeah. I don't know if you remember, but so that was on the day of the Oxford half marathon, which yes, where we worked was the kind of the busiest day of the year. Yep. I, for some reason, have the most unfortunate experiences with fire alarms. Yeah. I mean, you're an unlucky man. We've been over this for some reason. You're <laughs> cursed. Yeah, there's something has happened in your past that you've cursed some, you know, you've been cursed by someone, but go on. And I, I it was one night. It was, I was out for a friend's birthday and I was like, I'm going to be really sensible actually. And I, for once, went home early and I got mm -hmm. an early night, 10 o'clock I was in bed and at two o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call from our friend Annie, who works with us saying, yep. Robbie, there's fire alarms going off outside of work and there's people kicking down the front door. What's going on? And I went, right, just stay outside and I'll get down there. And I got, went down, 
something had happened with the fire alarms that was going off. And mm-hmm. I had to wait for someone to come out to fix it. And by this point, it was about four o'clock in the morning. And mm-hmm. I started work at 7 a.m. <laughs> and yep. I just thought, there's no point even going home at this point. I'm just going to sleep on the floor. So I slept on the floor. I, in the I, can I just, I'll, I'll interject here. What I remember is coming in that day, you telling me what had happened. And you you said, I can't remember how far we were into the shift or whether it was before I'd start. I think I might have got there early. And you said, just come upstairs. <laughs> we went up to the office and you just pointed at the floor where there was a bag and a jacket. <laughs> and you're like, that's where I slept last night <laughs> for all of two hours or whatever it was. And I was, oh my God, on this like office floor of this old building, which wasn't even flat. Like it was like, you know, no, it was a rough, a rough night's sleep and then had a what ended up a 13 hour shift and i actually i remember our boss coming in because he was running the half marathon and it's safe to say we didn't have the best relationship yeah and he he turned up and he knew what happened because annie was originally the first person she called was the actual general manager of, of the building who did, you know, didn't answer his phone yeah. and he turned up and was kind of laughed in my face and i just kind of told him to fuck off yeah i just said to him <laughs> i'm not really in the fucking mood just leave me alone and he just went right i'm gonna go now and i was like yeah um, yeah because it wasn't idea. one of those where it's like i know you've had an hour sleep i'll i'll do the shift for you it was exactly. let's go in and gloat for about the next 20 minutes and i was like I'm yeah not, i haven't got I haven't and, then, the sleep and then and then and then once i've once i've got bored of gloating i'm gonna go and sit in the office and yes. you can carry on with your shift yeah um but the shift happened and it went all well and i remember it was I was organizing some event for the next day upstairs and I just called down, but you called to say you'd finished. And I was like, do you want to grab a beer actually? And normally you would say, no, no, I'm I'm all right. But actually you, you turned around and went, I'll go for one. Yeah. I said, I said, I'll go for one. And the reason was, is because I felt bad because you, you didn't, you didn't say, you didn't say, uh, do you want to go, do you want to go for a beer? You went, do you want to go for a beer? <laughs> it was it was like you were just done. It was like poor Robbie. Like after everything that had happened, you know. Which yeah. is weird because the most sane person would probably just want to get out and get immediately in their bed. And there's me going, I just need a drink. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. what ended up as one beer, we had a couple. Mm-hmm. You were then about to go home. And our friend Addy, I said to her, look, if you want to come, you've got 20 minutes to get here. And as soon as you walk in, you're to head to the bar get a round of drinks and then some shots, which is what she did. And I was point... literally just having the dregs of my pint. I was there like, oh, yeah, oh, I'll probably get the bus at, uh, probably get the last bus and then I'll be at me on the way home. And then, yeah, as you say, round the corner, <sighs> round the corner comes Annie with a fucking tray of beers, at, you know, and oh, you, you sneaky little bit. Now, I tell you what, no, you carry on. You carry on explaining how you think the night went. <laughs> well, we then continue, you then ended up staying and we had more drinks and et cetera. Yep. And then yep. you wanted to go home as you had a... Oh, I was working at 7am the next day, Robbie. It was kind of important for me to... Uh, yeah. It was 7am. When was it? I can't remember. I think it was nine. You normally yeah, started at nine. 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 Um, well, I, and yeah. I decided to take your bag and run into the nearest nightclub. Yes, <laughs> which is exactly what he did. In broad day... Well, not daylight. <laughs> he, he grabbed my bag and ran into a club. Which, which, you know, what do I, cause in there was my, what was in there? Like it was my, my keys for my bike at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe I, I, your I, car, I, maybe. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be my car. I wouldn't have driven to, uh, well, yeah. you say that because we end up in this nightclub and it turns out it was 
Um, I'm not sure what's the right word to drag show. Drag, drag show. Night. That's it. I was trying to think of how well, you were, not to you, get cancelled by wording this. I'll tell you what. Let's 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 get this. Let's let's you know what you were desperately trying to avoid. There was the word. So <laughs> it was the drag night, and it turns out there was a girl. It was her birthday. She was getting oh, a nice yeah. little dance. Yeah. So I ran up and told the drag queen. Um, yeah. That it was your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you end did. up getting dragged on stage and getting a a very yeah. exotic lap dance which end up felt, getting I mean, filmed and sent to the work group chat yeah which yeah. came back to bite you in the ass uh, i say you because it didn't affect me in any way because uh, no. i ended up just having enough of the night and just running off yeah just going yeah. just bolting off and um next thing i know who doesn't turn up to their shift the next day and passes uh, out in a petrol station car park no, in no, his no, car no, no. let me let me explain oh, you, you weren't there man for a start okay for a start, can I just say that, uh, I mean, she gave off a lot of warmth uh, from, from various <laughs> regions. I, I, I was surprised by quite how, how much warmth was coming off. Uh, anyway, um, what, I, what I, I then ended up finding out was the girl sat next to me was now a very good friend of mine, Selena, a French girl who ended up working at the Ivy. So she was like, oh, my oh, really? God, you're there from the, from the club who had the, the, the lap dance. Oh, I know you, and now she's a very good friend of mine. Um, so oh, wow. yeah, you might have met her actually. Uh, no, probably not leaving. No, you haven't. You haven't. You haven't. You haven't. Anyway, um, yeah. So that happened. Then me and Annie were there, and just the sexual tension was too much. So so me and Annie had to say, "Let's go home." Uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> there was none. I wish, but no. Um, and so we. Hi, Arizu. You know... Oh yes, hi Arizu. Hi Arizu. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I went home. I went home. That's what I'm saying. Um, and she wouldn't be interested anyway. But that's not the point. Anyway. Um, so, so ended up... Uh, oh, God, I'm in trouble. Um, and then uh, w- I went home and obviously just collapsed in bed. Was very, very... I, I can't remember what time it was, but it must have been close to about three or four o'clock in the morning. So we Probably, did stay yeah. late. And um, I was incredibly drunk, incredible, like unbelievable, as in passed out in the taxi drunk and the guy woke me up when I got home. Um, so very, very drunk, sort of falling over through the door. And uh, I woke up the next morning and I very rarely am, am actually at the point of throwing up from a hangover. But I did. I did. And that was that's that's been the first time. That's the last time that's happened as well since then. First time in a very long time. And the last time since then, I've actually thrown up from drink. <laughs> Um, and it was, it was fucking horrible. And I got in the car because what happened was I was, I was supposed to, let's say I was supposed you to overslept, you overslept, didn't o'clock. you? Cause your dad woke you up. Yeah. So my dad said, shouldn't you be at work? And I said, oh fuck his, yeah. His little red trousers came roughly yeah, little the red room trousers to come and wake in. you up. He, as, as he just finished standing in front of his portrait of the queen and singing, you know, God save the queen. Uh, he just, a selected, a, 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 you know, he just finished his selection of speeches by Nigel Farage that he listens to every morning. <laughs> and uh, he, he came into my room and uh, he said, shouldn't you, shouldn't you be getting ready for work? And there was like 20 minutes before my shift started. And I knew that I could probably just about, if I drove in, make it, because I knew I wouldn't be able to cycle. I knew that there was nowhere I could get up. No, no, I left my bike in town. Ah, yeah. I left my bike in town, so I couldn't cycle it. Cycling, I could get there easily in 20 minutes. But I was like, I'm going to have to drive because the bus can take nearly an hour sometimes. So I'm going to have to drive. I get in my car. Not get a taxi, which would probably be the no, logical thing to well, do. Would it, yeah, but I, the idea of spending <laughs> yeah. money, you know, I, I just, I, you know. Um, yeah, I should have got a taxi really. But anyway, 
I, I got in the car and I started going around the ring road, like round past Tesco. And I realized about 30 seconds into the drive. I mean, pretty much once I joined the dual carriageway, which was the best time to, to realize this problem. I was well over the limit still uh, in terms of driving. I was like, there is no way this is legal. Uh, I, I can't be driving. And then I thought, I've, just, I've got to get to work. I, ca I can't, like, what happened? Oh, what do I do? I can't leave the car. Like, what do I do? And then I uh, thought, I'd, I think I called Arazu whilst I was driving. was like, I can't, I can't drive. Like, this is, this is I, I'm late for work. Like, what the fuck's happened? And she was like, I'm calling, I'm calling away. You can't do this. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't go to work like this. And I was like, yeah, but I'm never sick. I'm never ill. I never, <laughs> which you're, you're not to be fair. I'll get, I'll give it to I, you. You're I never not. ever don't go in. That's the, that is the only day I have ever called in sick from being drunk a hundred percent. And she called in for me, which I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then she said, I've already done it. I've already done it. You're not going in. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. I pulled into the post office depot where you go and pick up your post they don't, haven't delivered, right? Find a little area in this industrial estate where there's no double yellows. Just turn off my car, get in the back seat and fall asleep. <laughs> and it was quite... The thing is, is there was quite a lot of people walking past. So what they must have seen with this like shivering pale man <laughs> probably thought you were homeless. Back of his, back of his car probably covered in like flecks of his own vom still. <laughs> oh, mate. I, I, yeah, I, but I, the I best bit was when I... we them next worked with each other and then our boss coming in and going like, Robbie, you've done nothing wrong, to be fair. He was like, uh, however, Torrin, if you weren't leaving, I probably would have fired you. Because <laughs> uh, what didn't help yep. was um, the videos which were sent to the group chat, which yeah, kind of yeah, highlighted really. what had actually gone down the night before, which was you getting a lap dance by a drag yeah, queen. Fantastic. Um, I, to be fair, Robbie did everything wrong. I, I resent that. Uh, I resent <laughs> that, uh, that, that conclusion. Oh, it was, all my, it was all my fault. But, um, it was all your fault. You and can't Annie really... for being your uh, Annie for being your little uh, complice there, co-conspirator. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Um, yeah, never again, mate. Never again. You wait till you have. You know, that's it. I'm gonna wait till your next opening, and that'll be it. Oh God, no. Mother. Well, technically speaking, opening is like two days after my birthday. So. Oh really? <laughs> yes. So we'll just have to keep going on a bender. We'll just have to keep going. Oh uh, no. Until you know, for two days. Oh man. Um, but. Lovely. Sorry. Basically, our, our jobs in hospitality uh, fuels alcoholism. I actually saw a tweet the other day; it did make me laugh, uh, which said, "When work, when a job listing says the word fast-paced environment, it just means toxic." Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> which yep. is which is very true. Um, yep. So I thought we'd talk about experience because obviously we worked alongside each other as waiters. Um, yes, we did. Which was was good fun, actually. I I always did enjoy working with you. Um, oh, I enjoy working with you mainly for one reason because. I, especially as a waiter, I don't, never really got stressed out, really. Everyone would kind of be <laughs> faffing around, losing the, losing the plot. And I'd be there like, oh, this is great. This is good fun. And I'd just continue just taking the piss, mm -hmm. having fun with people. And most people would yeah. be like, Robbie, just fuck off. Leave me alone. And whatnot. You were the only one who couldn't bring yourself to do that. So you mm. would be stressed out and I'd be there just pestering you annoying you yep. smacking yep. your ass probably that was that was quite the norm or hiding was, your handheld was... whilst you're trying to put through an order <laughs> what i would say what i would say is that i uh i so when i was you have no idea so when i when i first started being a waiter because I, I i take it quite seriously like or I, or I certainly used to yeah um i i used to take it at face value so if someone says to me 
you've ruined my day or you've ruined my birthday or like, you know, this has been an absolute disaster. Oh. Back then when I was a kid, like when I was first starting in restaurants, I would be like, oh my God, I have. I'd be there Your like, I'm ruined. really sorry, sir. sir yeah, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. And I used to, I used to run around like if I gave table the wrong order, I, be, I would swear. I'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck's sake, fuck. And I'd be like panicking. And then obviously you start panicking. You lose track of everything that's going on. A manager would come over. What's going on in your section? I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I was, I was, I was awful. And then after and then, a year of the abuse, it kind of then turns into, well, I do yeah. apologize, but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that's, that's, I, I, that's I, all you're getting. <laughs> I, I, I then then moving to Jamie's, I was still, you know, I, I, I was a lot better than I was when I moved to the Ivy, mate, I was absolutely Zed. It could be Saturday night and I would be moving like the wind, like they would give me 14 tables regularly on a Saturday, which was like, and not only, I mean, the Ivy was different because there was so many processes in service because they want to keep this image of like, you know, doing you know, all these extra little flourishes, like the, the sort of silver servicey stuff and, and, yeah. and, and serving the desserts, all that kind of stuff. So there's so much more to do on each table. So 14 tables. And then you'd have one, cause I was a head waiter. One of your waiters would walk out crying and it's like, okay, I'll just take on your tables. I'll make sure they're okay. And I'll come outside and try and calm you down and bring you back in. And it's like, I would have to be positive all the fucking time. Like there was no chance of, of you. So yeah, I certainly used to be, this kind of flapping mess. And I still had the potential to become that at the Ivy, to be fair. Um, but it was uh, normally, normally I was the, the calm and collected one. But yeah, I remember there were certain things that used to happen at, at Jamie's Italian. Things like, I remember, yeah, you used to smack my ass all the time. Uh, there was there was that. You used to really get very annoyed at anyone touching your ass uh, or anyone. No, sort of, no, like, no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> No, 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 no. You said you were making a, you said you were making a dossier of all the things that had happened to no, you. No, it you went too up. far. It went too far. <laughs> there was a certain Spaniard in that restaurant. He wouldn't just smack my ass, but would grab my bollocks. That's what he used to do. That was what was too far. Which he would actually squeeze my testes, um, which I'm saying right now as I can hear someone walking into the building. Um, <laughs> a Spanish um, man would grab my testicles. Grab my <laughs> that was what was too far. Yeah quite literally Listen, too far but, it's a different but, uh, culture you know they, no, that, that is so it. true though they especially <laughs> his brother was even worse you never even got to work with his brother no i didn't um i remember hearing about this member of staff called roberta which used to confuse me because there was no roberta on the rotor there was mm -hmm. no roberta anywhere but the, the spaniard i, I have it, he wouldn't mind he, he used to go oh you'll meet roberta one day don't just you wait and i was like okay yeah yeah no worries and um, there was this one day he, we were closing, cleaning up the restaurant and he kind of just ran upstairs to get changed. I was like, well, we're not even finished yet, but okay, yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. And I go upstairs and he's there with just holding up an apron in front of him. And I was like, well, okay. And he just drops the apron and he's completely bollock naked with and his penis tucked, with his penis tucked into his ass. Pointing, Roberta was the name of his penis, basically. And what he would do was then just chase you around the staff room completely butt naked and do some form of, like, strip dance. And I just thought... And you've never had such a sexually exhilarating experience in my your life Lord. before or since. But I the, mean, do you know what? I thought, like, that was just a one-off. It happened quite often. But it didn't yeah. even necessarily was confined to the change of rooms. It would also happen on the restaurant floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Saturday lunch shift... I get called in because he wants me to give him a hand with the cutlery and instead he's there, stark sure bollock naked by the oh, back yeah. of behind the bar, 
at half past 12. <laughs> like, I just thought, this surely isn't normal. Like, oh, it, God. It, it, it became quite the norm. Um, well, of course, I introduced the game that I inherited from university. Oh, my God. Um, I forgot about this. Which was, which was International Cock or Ball, uh, for which we have the theme tune. Uh, which I will don't now do it. don't do it on rendition. camera. Don't do it on camera. I'm doing it. <laughs> no, this is this isn't going. This isn't going. This isn't going on YouTube. But Jesus, no, no. cock or ball. Is it cock or is it ball? International cock or ball. Is it big or is it small? You know and then, uh, I remember you doing this in front of our boss. Yes. And the disgust on. But the, no. But at like one o'clock in the afternoon, in the middle of a busy street, <laughs> and there's you going. International cockable. Huh? International. It's called international because we got our friend Rosa play, and he's Indian, so it counts as international. Um, <laughs> so that's why it's international. Right. Um, so the rules of cockable are simple. What you do is you stand, uh, you stand a distance away from your uh, your 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 competitor, and uh, you reach down into your gentleman's package uh, for the crown jewels, and then you grab a certain part of your uh, your 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 crown jewels, perhaps the scepter or the crown. And uh, or the, or the, for or any the listeners wondering why Torin wasn't on episode one, this is why. Ah, listen, I didn't I, want to set like... off this premise that this is going to be like a a weekly segment of the podcast. I think everyone who comes on the podcast at this point should play international cock or ball. Um, we need to make it global, and then you would you would grab. So that this is gonna, would... this. So basically, this is going to be the 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 last episode of the podcast, <laughs> as 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 all future invites are going to be swiftly declined. You would whop it out, basically. Whop it out, you grabbed, know. Gra- grabbed hold of, yeah, yeah. And it was your competitor's job to guess whether it was indeed cock or, or ball. Now, some some advanced tactics that I can explain to you. Um, obviously, a cock and a ball look very dissimilar, but if you grab your cock... <laughs> oh, God. Do you know, do you know, do you know why I find this even more funny? Is I asked my brother to listen to the last week's podcast. And I... <laughs> And I no no it's, it's, he's he's twenty one like he's of age but okay. I, I'll see if I can find the message because I asked him to share it onto his Instagram and he did and he hadn't listened to it and he literally went um, do you know how many kids follow me and here I am advertising your podcast whilst you're t- talking about Nathan's Nether regions oh, and here we are on episode two being upgraded to you telling how you can uh, I, what. Deceive put an illusion with your on your balls. Put an illusion on your ball sack. Okay, like... now here's the thing, right? I, 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 I did listen to the first podcast. I had to say when I, when I, when I, when you, when it started, I thought I was thinking about you know Robbie, Robbie doing a podcast. Okay, let's let's think about Robbie and, and thinking about how I would be like the um, most socially awkward person there is how, out there. Yeah, and then how <laughs> how I am with my my Twitch streams, and I'm like, oh, hello, how are we doing? Like going like full over the top, and I thought, how are we going to fit together? How's this going to work? And then I listened to you, and you're like. Hello, this is me, uh, your host. <laughs> and um, today I've got my guest in, uh, I should say, uh, an aspiring actor. And I was thinking, I was thinking, if you try and introduce me like that, I, I will I'll be like, fuck me. So I was, I was like, I was, I was thinking about that. And what I also heard as well, which I've got a bone to pick with you. Okay. About the, uh, the previous one, right? Right. You were talking about, there was, there was a moment quite early on in the podcast where you said, you know, I was actually, um, I, I was actually thinking about looking for uh um, you know the the format of this podcast. I was looking for a, maybe a co-host or a co-presenter, and uh, I actually approached one of my uh, a good friend of mine, one of my one of my best friends, uh, someone who's got a lot of experience in this. And I was thinking to myself, he can't be talking about because I've I've got 
over a hundred hours of, of radio producing experience. I've I've been a radio presenter. Right. I I've done I've done a I've done a Twitch stream. I've done over sixty hours of streaming this month. I I work as an actor on camera regularly. I'm comfortable being recorded. I, 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 so I, I, I can't possibly talk about me. And then lo and behold, you didn't you didn't mention me at all. You mentioned so, and so I was I was I was very hurt, Robbie. I was I was hurt that you didn't even you didn't even mention considering me uh, for this. Now wait, hold up. I messaged you like you. I think you're the second person I messaged. Exactly. About the uh, that's, uh, mate, second place is first loser. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, speaking of work, obviously you are an aspiring actor, as I've um, as we've established. Stop calling me an aspiring actor. <laughs> I, have, I have worked. I have been working as an actor since. I, oh, mate. Okay, fine aspiring actor that makes it sound like i've just done the fucking nativity play saying like, oh he's the budding little actor isn't he he's no, no, you, were, you were in star wars um which i've got to say I knew, obviously i knew you were in star wars it's something which normally gets brought up when you're beating someone for the first time or being yes. introduced to someone um but I, I hate it i have been doing a a star wars marathon with my with my boys from home uh watching yeah. Well, I say this, we've watched all the films. I've yeah. also watched every Star Wars series there are. Um just, like, apart from already... apart from Lego. Okay. Um oh, yeah. but your scene in, in the Star Wars movie, I knew it was coming up and I got overly excited about you being in it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, okay, well there you go. It's it's literally, you know, a couple of seconds. Now what you probably don't know is there's a point at the start, you know, in the in the start of Rogue One, there's obviously I'm I'm like in terms of stormtrooper stuff, like I know where I was and what scenes I was there. You can see loads of different ones, but there's a specific moment, right? Where in the start, there's like an alleyway scene with Diego Luna, where he's trying to, he's with um, that guy from Line of Duty and they're in an alleyway right at the beginning, right? And um, then all these stormtroopers come down this alleyway and like bash everyone out of the way and come and try and get them. And Cassian mm-hmm. Andor shoots the other dude, whatever. Um, yeah. There's a bit where a stormtrooper's on the corner and sort of looks around the corner and then goes, troopers down, section nine. Uh, that was me. That okay. was me. That was me as a stormtrooper. There you go. That's the one moment where I know for sure it's definitely me. Well, I guess um, the the big question is obviously you've worked with some big movie stars and whatnot, but yes. one of the biggest movie stars in Rogue One. What was it like working with Harvey from Rizzle Kicks? Oh, mate, fucking Harvey from Rizzle Kicks. Genuinely, genuinely. Okay, so we. I genuinely was. I I I spoke to him. And you don't even get the context of this, Adil Venice. Okay. When watching the films with my mates, I yeah. just stopped with. Oh, I swear, that's Harvey from Rizzle Kicks. And every yeah. single time we watched the film, it would just be randomly stopped at some point going, isn't that right? Harvey from Rizzle Kicks, you know? Is that Harvey from Rizzle Kicks? Back in the 70s in Star Wars. And it was like, yeah. for sake. <laughs> I was like, I really regret saying this. I was just pointing out who's in the film, all right? Oh, what, what was it like he... working with the Harvey from Rizzle Kicks? He's, he's... I didn't actually... He, he, we, we didn't... Obviously, we didn't know. So we... like, It's one of those things where when you're on a film set, there's so many famous faces, you just become a bit blurred out to it. And so you look, you everyone you meet, well, you think, I swear some, I recognize no, no. you. Put some respect on Harvey from Rizzle Kicks' name. That's not a face <laughs> or a name which can you know be what? blurred I, away. Originally, originally you know, I, don't, I, I don't even know his last name. I just know it's Harvey from Rizzle Kicks. Harvey from Rizzle Kicks. That's Harvey how important of a character Kicks. he is. I'm, I'm, quite, I'm, quite, I'm quite relieved because I thought you were going to say Harvey, Katie Price's son. And I was like, was he in Star Wars? Like, that's the oh only Harvey I know. Who's, oh, my no, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The second he said Harvey, though, I don't. I thought it was gonna go Epstein route for a second, um, and I don't know if it's better off going down Katie Price's oh son route. Um, whichever, whichever. Um, oh for a start, God. it's Jeffrey Epstein, but still. Um, but you know, 
<laughs> well done. Um, Harvey Epstein is completely innocent, and please don't go and hound him now. Don't find him on social media. Harvey Epstein must be brought to justice. No, Harvey from Rizzle Kicks. Um, we, we, you sort of become blurred out to these faces. You don't really, you, you, from experience, you try not to walk up to people and go, "Have we met before?" Because it normally turns out that they'll go, "No, I'm just famous." <laughs> like it's, it's, you know, so you don't do it. And so I saw him and I was like, I swear to fucking God, I know that guy. I know him. And we were all saying it. We were like, where the fuck? Because you don't expect to see. You're looking for actors and you're thinking, where do I, what's he been in? And you're thinking like, he's got to be in some sort of TV series you've all seen or something. And then it suddenly clicked, Rizzle Kicks. And it was like, oh, fuck. It's okay. the most random inclusion. Very of, random. I've got to say, probably done... of any Star Wars film. Has he done anything since? Film wise, like acting wise. Uh, no, like, I know he had, he had a TV. He was hosting a TV show. Um, yeah. But acting wise, I, I don't know. I believe that was it, unless he's just popping in like random films here and there. But it was just the most random know. inclusion ever. It was very random. And <laughs> he, I, I had to shoot him several. times. basically, there's a lot of scenes where they were shooting, um, sort of like them being over boxes and stuff like that and whatever. And there was a obviously he needed an eye line for that. And there was one afternoon where they were trying to get a load of these covering shots for these guys shooting. Uh, also, do you know who else was in it? The guy who plays the Orgazoid in Peep Show. That's a very niche reference that no one will yeah, get. I don't have but it, <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, but they were all there and they were having to shoot someone. And we had these. Um, they wanted a stormtrooper to stand there and shoot back at them for the okay. eye line. And I was there for about um, about an hour all in with this gun. And trust me, going like this. For an hour in a stormtrooper costume, mate, my shoulders were fucked. I was, I was completely. For those, for those who couldn't see, sorry, you obviously can't see because we're on a podcast. But I was essentially mimicking firing a gun, like doing that as if you were using a blaster for for an hour. It, it was just a nightmare. And um, yeah, I, 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 I spoke to him at, at, at craft a couple of times, as in like you know talking about how much I love peanut M and M's. That's pretty much it. Like that's like, <laughs> okay. but it was like. Essentially, you're kind of taught not not to talk. Like, it's a shame because you're taught not to talk to these people. You're okay. like you're sort of it's drilled into you. Just just don't like just yeah. But well, in all fairness, you're not, you're not you're not the best at networking. In all fairness, um, well, go on. You, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Go on. Do you remember <laughs> um, at Jamie's the one time we had a private hire? Um, oh yeah, and yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I, 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 I thought you knew what I was talking about there. Um, and we had uh, many famous actors in, uh, tell, most notably the gentleman from uh, 12 Years a Slave. I don't know Chiwetel, his name. That's his yeah, name. him. Um, yeah. There were some quite famous actors there. I served him a pizza. A few of us had been asked to come into work. I, it was the day after my birthday, so originally I said no. Then I realized the money that was involved, and I was like, I'll be there. Um, and I probably had the easiest job, which was just sit on the bar, just giving out drinks, basically. Yep. You weren't meant to be working. Nope. And you came in to network. And Graham said he wasn't going to up... pay me. And I said, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And you probably ended up working harder than anyone else who was there. Yep. yep. How many numbers did you collect in the end? I, uh, three. Three. Oh, I thought it was one. So there's better. There's no, better I, 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 I had, I had one that was useful, and then two that really weren't. Mm -hmm. So I had one number. I, ha I had, I had, I, the one number I had was actually related to the film industry, and the others were like, 
oh, maybe I could get you an agent or maybe I could like the actual phone number I got. And um, he was actually useful. Not for me, though, unfortunately. Okay. It was to help out um, my, 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 obviously to help out Arazu, um, mm. film wise, because she was, she was, uh, who is Torin's uh, girlfriend's. Yeah. Yeah. Just she was, uh, she was, she was writing at the time and it sort of, it, it, it sort of suited our interests quite nicely. Yeah. Um, but, but it, um, I don't know if she ever used that contact in the end. Fuck. Um, but I did find it very funny and I, but I did feel no, bad. I was such I a try hard. Because I, I was, hanging out my ass and that's why mm. i said i will do it because it was basically like you get paid your per normal hourly wage but they basically said because it's a private hire they paid I, something like i think it was like they paid a lot i think near enough like 10k for the venue and for the food and whatnot and you basically we were guaranteed 200 pound service charge just for working yeah and i was like yes i will be there okay and i end yeah. up just on the bar the other guys just end up drinking the leftover cocktails which they didn't drink so we just end up getting pissed in the back whilst I was you saying, were I actually out there trying to serve people <laughs> i remember at one point looking around at the floor and realizing there was there was only probably about um oh god there was probably only about 50 or 60 people yeah like it wasn't a huge number of people no and i remember looking around the floor and realizing I was the only person at the point at which they were sort of like, we were doing a, I can't remember what we were doing, like a drinks order or something. And I remember realizing that I was the only person there. And I was like, fuck, I'm not even meant to be working. Well, what, um, one of the guys, Mikey, who we work with, he ended up getting yeah. so drunk, he was being sick in the sink I, on shift. Yeah, I remember him being drunk whilst working. He oh, was like, was so uh, sorry, you're going to make a honey tonight? <laughs> like, a honey, I, a honey, the notorious hospitality word, a honey. Exactly. A honey. And two honey, uh, no one really got We should explain. Honey. That's that's re referencing, are you going to make £100 in tips this evening? Before um, TCB. Yeah. That was the important <laughs> uh, exactly. one. Exactly. Before TCB. It has to be before, has to be before your, uh, your card exactly. payment. Now, um, I thought it was an interesting one, because obviously we used to work with each other, and I then became your boss. What did you prefer? <laughs> Robbie, uh, the thing how, is... How, how was it me now being listen, your boss? Now, listen, listen. Listen, there was there was never a time where I really felt like you were my boss. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Uh, so basically, basically there was uh, like obviously I came in and I've I've always kind of I have had a dichotomy in my life between hospitality and acting, and that I've kind of there have been opportunities that have come up and I have pushed against them. Um, yeah. Like I, I have always said, not going to be a manager. Don't want it. Don't need it. Uh, because if I take this, if I say, yes, I can see myself becoming, getting involved in restaurant management. Mm. I love it. And it's when I, it's I, when think, I, went to I, I, think, I think you would do very well. I think you would do very well. And when I went to the Ivy, that sort of changed a little bit. And because I was already a head waiter and I was sick of the management being so ineffectual it's and being so, so that was um, a dreadful company though. Uh, the the ivy was, was awful. It, it it really was dreadful to work for, and and for the the main reason being that the yeah I, I wouldn't blame the like the head office. I wouldn't the head office were great. No, and the people who were in London, I think they're just as bad. So because I I obviously applied for the ivy yeah. for assistant manager, and yeah. I remember I had the interview, and the guy who interviewed me actually used to be one of the area managers at James Italian back in the day. And he mm. was lovely, really, yep. really nice guy. And the interview was 
very, very good. I met him a few times. I can remember his face and I can't remember his name. Mario is something like that, I think. Oh, Mario. Oh, it was that. that uh, Mario, Mario, Italian dude. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's really fantastic. And he was yeah. lovely. And then I yeah. remember I was, I was working and I remember getting a phone call um, from the Ivy basically saying, congratulations, you've got the job. Yeah. And I didn't actually expect to get the job at the time. It was... I can't imagine not only suit. not only was it a promotion from the role I was at, but it was a promotion for a a very big, well-established company. Yeah. But I remember then going, okay, can I have some time to think about this? And they kind of, the lady went, well, what do you mean? And I went, well, I'll be honest, I didn't expect to get this. You've called me. I'm literally working right now. Can I just like, get a couple of days to think about it? She went, well, yeah, I guess so. If that's what you need. And then... I then asked, because I said at the time, my mum wasn't very well. I said, yeah. I need to know that you, would, as a company, would look after and support me. And they were like, well, how much of a problem is it going to be? Um, that, that was, that was and the, I remember, I remember you my me shock of just like, right. And I went, mm-hmm. well, don't know how long she's going to be around for, but I need to know if she's ill, then I can go and yeah. be with her and whatnot. Badly handled by them. But how often do you think it's going to come up? And it was just like, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing on the phone. Yeah. And in the end, a, I, I just went. It's, 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 the thing is, is it's a legitimate question. As a business, like, okay, you've got to sit there and ask the question. Okay, so I'm so sorry. You know, let me, let me, you know, let me, let me. You do need to know if someone is going to be off a lot of time because of, a, of an issue. But, but if you're going to sit, there's a difference between going, oh, well, how long is it going to come up? And oh, first of all, oh my God, that's awful. I'm so yes, sorry. Exactly. That's dreadful. Now, listen, is it, is it something that you feel, obviously it's very difficult for you to say, but do you feel like this might be something that, are we talking taking a week off or a couple of days here and there? Because I'm sure there's something we could, or is it going to be like a month off? Like there's a, there's a way of handling that. And that was just bad, bad, uh, bad, bad handling on that. It part. was bad, but actually ended up working in my favor because I ended up turning them down. But I'm going yeah. to my actual employers at the time. Uh, I'd been basically being promised a promotion for about four months and it kept just being like oh yeah, yeah no and in the end i basically just said i've got an offer this is how much they're offering me you've got yeah. 24 hours to give me a contract to sign or i'm yeah. accepting it already I'd, yeah. I'd already declined it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah. um i got my contract and i got my, my promotion where i wanted to in the end um go. which works that's how you do it that's but how you do it you were saying though it's um i can't remember what you were saying yeah. but Oh no, I was I was I was talking about uh, you being my boss. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. No, there was probably why I diverted the conversation, but uh... exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> it was fine. There was there was like I think I think the problem is like what people probably don't realize. I, I think people who know you from university, or I don't know people who know you from school. Yeah. I don't know who would where to stand with this. You you take your job incredibly seriously, mm-hmm. like to a, to a degree that is like. Like it is commendable, it, but annoying. It's a, it can be very annoying at times. However, you're also irritatingly chipper a heck of a lot of the time. So it's like you you will be you'll take it very seriously, but then when the shit hits the fan, you'll be like, oh fucking, you know, what's uh, is, is there a problem? Is it too busy for you? And it's like fuck off. <laughs> it's like you you that that was the only problem. Um, because I remember there was but, one time where you had a go at me. <laughs> Oh, we we flipped in the kitchen once. I I yeah. I I you I flipped in once. the kitchen. I didn't say anything. I let you. No, I, I tell you, I, I hold my hands up to that. I flipped in the kitchen. I I took basically. I took. 
I was in the kitchen already, or I took Robbie and I said, Robbie, can I talk to you for a second? And like, you know, it's just like, you know, I need to talk to you now or whatever. You were meant to be, you were meant to be on the floor and you're on the bar. And I, and I, the thing is, I don't like, I don't like telling people off. I don't like it whatsoever. And I don't want to sit there and be that guy going, what the fuck are you doing? You're meant to be on the floor. I don't want to be that guy. So I just went, Jordan, what section are you meant to be on? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was the problem. That was the problem. That was how you said it. And now it's all coming back to me. And I'm furious again. If you come up to me, this is exactly like the IVHR, right? It's exactly like the IV. There's a way of, 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 of phrases. If you just said, oh, Torin, listen, I know what you're doing, but can you, I need you back on the floor. Fine. Torin, what section are you meant to be on? Get fucked. I, I was, I was right. already cracking. <laughs> but at the same point, we work in hospitality. It, there's know, no yeah. sugar coating there's no niceness yeah, to yeah, it yeah. it is very much like you're doing something wrong it's like what the fuck are you doing and Why it's fireworks like kicked, kicking off yeah, i know i know no i know i know why you're on there because oh, it was on there was why. bloody useless i also noticed and... on your cv at um your restaurant you worked in before jamie's um Far yeah, I, I don't know if we can say it. I don't know if it's still open or not. Barnstein, fuck it. I don't, I, I, who cares? Um, that you were in charge of hiring new staff. Yeah. As a waiter, Gen- you were in charge genuinely. of hiring staff. Is it? Did it actually say hiring? Yes. Not meant to say hiring. But in, in charge of, in charge of, in charge of. Uh, it doesn't say in charge of, does it? Well, no, you said you were responsible for hiring and training new staff. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I was then. Yeah. Fuck it. No, I definitely wasn't in that job. But I was, I was <laughs> certainly responsible. I did, I did the, and apparently in charge of all the stock takes as well. Oh, that's true. That's absolutely true. Really? Absolutely true. That's I nuts. was in charge of ordering stock. When I was when at Fire and Stone, uh, there was a guy called, uh, called Oscar there, who was the bar manager. There was only two barmen in the entire place. And if I was working on the shift where a stock take happens... That's a if big I was, building as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two barmen. Two. That's and on Saturdays, we would have one of the waiters cover on the downstairs bar. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it was really rough. And so if it was a, if it was an, a shift where we had to order the next day and he wasn't available or couldn't come yeah. in or whatever, I had to do everything. So you're talking Saturday. Uh, it was uh, obviously Sunday nights normally. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you start to close down the bar early because it's a Sunday night. And then if it was busy, mate, I'd be there till three o'clock in the morning. Fucking well, stock takes are the most horrific thing. It's, especially Ivy, hospitality wise it's just it's just disgusting it's I, at the ivy they routinely they they knew they would be staying overnight so they would hmm. bring stuff to stay overnight i do so i, I yeah. tell us true i didn't i didn't have to as much because we used to shut at five so that wasn't too bad um where i work now i have to normally stay overnight which is quite yeah. tough um because it's, it's always on the last day of the month yeah is how it works so it doesn't matter if it's Saturday, it doesn't matter if you're off work, you have to go in, do it all. Yeah. But then you kind of have to wait for all the customers to go. So yeah, it's quite frustrating. You're going to be ordering um, stuff and blah, blah, blah. But what, what, here's a question for you. What was your first ever job, actually? My first ever Cause job? Because, I, I, again, so... I can see it on your CV, but I don't think it was your first ever job. No, it wasn't my first ever job. So, so my first ever job, um, well, I've had, like, so, so obviously I did a bit of, like, I used to do admin work for like parents yeah. at their jobs and stuff like that. But in terms of like, and that was like summer to stop, you know, keep me out of trouble and drinking in parks. Um, but my first actually proper, proper job was at a place in the old Westgate center called okay. Madhouse. 
which is where the Disney, for anyone who's old enough, where the Disney store used to be. We used to have a Disney store in Oxford that you won't remember. So you know no, where I, Urban I've only been here for about now. four years. So exactly. You know where Urban Outfits is now on the corner of the Westgate? Yeah. In the old Westgate Center, that used to be the Disney store. And then the Disney store shut down. It was empty for, for a few weeks. And then suddenly there was a bloke outside it, literally with a, uh, like a, a just a little table and and a pen and paper and was sat there and uh he was he just had madhouse written in front of it it was one of those like discount stores you know like where they have okay. last year's stock and they sell it for cheap so we're talking yeah, yeah. lonsdale everlast Ooh. like adidas like if you're lucky you get adidas. no fear no fear like no fear heck of a lot of no fear like this was before the ufc really kicked off so it was like everything <laughs> ufc related without actually saying ufc on it right. um so all that kind of shit and um and sometimes you'd get like Ralph Lauren and stuff in or like Pierre Cardin as well. That was another classic. I've like, never heard know. of that. Yeah, I, Pierre Cardin is like, um, is like the sports direct of... Because of, that's what like, I'm thinking. Sports, but when I think sports direct, I think of like No Fear and Lee Cooper. That's what I think yeah, of. Yeah, Lee Cooper. We had Lee Cooper jeans. Fuck yeah. We also had uh, wow. Machino as well. Um, all these kind of brands that are sort of faux um classy and are actually just sort of like uh, so it's basically Um, the the wolf of westgate yeah yeah yeah. that's exactly what it was and um i remember do you know i was thinking about this before i started i found a pay slip from them uh the other day and i i thought i'd forgotten what my wage was but i was absolutely right i started there when i was um i think i just i turned 16 about two days before my first day so my wage 20 20 years ago motherfucker <laughs> so about about so 12 years ago and my wage was 390 an hour and i was chuffed with 390 an hour my first job i was paid less than that really yeah my first okay job. what was your first job come on do you, tell do me you not know this job. what did you do what were you like uh... i worked in hairdressers and i was 16 years old i with worked in a hairdressers now, where they yeah where the table they had with it with it an inc- a decline since then um I used to work in hairdressers where I used to wash and massage people's head. Oh, heads. you have told and me this before, I used to actually. sweep up and I used to get paid, I think £3.81 was the minimum wage at the time. Yeah. And I did that for 10 months. 10 months. Till wow. I hit 17 where then you could work in hospitality. And I was like, right, I'm going to get myself an actual job because this is horrific. Was, um, there, was it the kind of place where they, they give you a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and a biscuit? Yes. So were you in charge of that as Biscoff. well? Biscoff, yeah, Biscoff, uh, the Always little, Biscoff. little sachets, uh, coffee, yeah, tea, yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Did you did you have did you have a sort of hairdresser voice you used to put on? Like, Everyone thought I was gay. Everyone, Everyone thought, thought I was gay. gay. Everyone thought. So, I was so gay. nothing's changed since then. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> um, no, um, it was no. I didn't know. The thing is, I, Robbie, we it was all right because at, at sixteen, I was thinking. No one's going to hire me at 16 because it's one of those annoying things very similar to now where everyone wants experience. I was like, it's 16 years old. Exactly. I exactly. can't have an experience because I can only just get a job now. So yeah. I thought if I just suck this up for at least a year, it just looks like I'm somewhat dedicated to a workplace or whatnot. So I was like, it's better yeah. than nothing. And that's when I got my first proper gig at Lock Fine. Um, yeah. But it was, it was all right. But I think it's £3.80 an hour. Is yeah, just disgusting. Well, things, like, so when I was when I was getting three uh, three, it was I, I say three ninety. It could have been three eighty. I got the I got whatever the minimum wage was at that it's time. Probably even less then. Yeah, I I I remember thinking at the time like, oh, that doesn't sound like very much. But then at the end of the month, I get this paycheck for like, and I was working full time. 
Yeah. And uh, working full time. And then at the end of the month, I get like 400 pounds in my bank account. And to a kid, I was like, mate, that's so much money. Like, and I didn't seem to put it together. Like, I, I didn't know better. I didn't know that like I could be earning like a fucking grand for that amount of time if I was a little bit older. Well, do you know what? I got cash in hand. That's what uh, I got. I got wait. cash in hand. So uh, well, the tills at the end of the shift, that's how I used to get paid. But what was even more like, I'm not reflection, like I'm very happy now that my mum used to do this. But at the time I used to absolutely hate it. Yeah. My mum used to make me split every penny I used to earn. Half of it I could keep and half it would go into my savings. Good God. Which, on reflection, I'm very happy I did that. Yeah. Especially yeah. when I was a waiter, when I was actually earning money, really. But when I was only £3.80 yeah. an hour and I was having to split that in half. I was just so like, you were actually earning £150, well, £180. Like, you know, like, yeah, brilliant. Because I, I, at the time, I had like my first ever girlfriend who lived in Buckingham and the coach used to cost me £11 to go and see her oh, for a return. So you were talking so basically, three days to fucking every, pay for it. It's basically to go and see her. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was horrific. Fuck me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, Robbie had a go at me. He well, said, stick to jobs. He said, do not deviate from that topic. If you do, there will be hell to pay. I've got no content, fine. he said. It's I've fine. got I'm zero gonna have, content. I'm going to have I'm gonna words with your agent. It's not a problem. <laughs> uh, so we actually, uh, prior to recording this, we did a, a questionnaire of some sort. Yes, we did. To find out what jobs we should yep. actually be in. Uh, good yep. old trusted UCAS. UCAS, um, fount of all knowledge that they are. It's basically yeah. a little questionnaire which apparently comes up with some form of spiritual animal. Um, tells you the sort of person you are and what job roles you should be looking for. Absolutely, I think you should. I think you should put some more respect on this. This is this is this is this is very much uh, the you know this is this is a sort oh, of. Oh, I am. Um, I've I've already typed up my 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 letter of resignation, to, which I'm handing okay, in tomorrow well, straight away. Um, yeah. Did you want to go first or? Well, fuck it. I mean, you you can no tell you what because you said yours was actually quite good. So I think you should I go think first. It's very accurate. I think you so, should go first. Mine basically says I that I am a polar bear. Okay. <laughs> Cold. And my motto is I know exactly what I'm doing, which is I'm pretty sure I'm I have said on many for occasions. Their meat. Yeah, absolutely. And it apparently takes up 14% of the UK population. And polar bears are strong and determined. They are top of the food chain and enjoy being the boss. To hunt for food, they have to. It's a bit long. <laughs> <laughs> so, food, they have to learn and perfect their skills and they spend a lot of time on their own and be can be perfectly happy in their own company okay um, that's useful for you then that well that's basically well i have lived by myself last three and a half months so i was gonna um, ask how is everything in the robbie hole the robbie the robbie cave the robbie hole it's it's all right it's I'll be honest with you. Really? Over lockdown, you're living my dream. You are honestly living my dream. Do Obviously, you know I live with my dad. The, the, is, first, the first, guilty. The, the first like month, I actually enjoyed because it was like I get to chill out, no work. Which Jesus, I was like, this is odd. It was yeah. nice. Then I started to lose the plot. And I'll be honest, the main premise is the reason I've started this podcast is I talk to myself so much, and I, I mean like. When do we start worrying? No, but I mean... Have you started putting messages on the wall in your own shit? No, but I... I <laughs> how did we get to that? Are no, you the I, second like, I've almost like done... I'm like talking to myself. I'm not about like series three by now, uh, about like podcast wise. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I just thought it, make, it makes me feel a little bit more sane <laughs> by actually recording a podcast and having someone to actually talk to rather than myself. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, right. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Moving Sorry, on. Carrick, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'm living a sad, lonely life tour, and I'm slowly going insane. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> These are apparently my job roles. Okay. Okay. Royal Navy. Okay. Yeah, I can see you in the Royal Navy because obviously they're famously quite a camp. I've already shaved form. my hair, so like that's. Yeah, you're there already. There. Solicitor. Um, yeah. Petroleum engineer. I don't really know that's, what that means. Sorry, that's a you're no need to for me. Slower. I need to process some of them. Petroleum engineer. So what you, you basically uh, petrol station attendant is what it's saying. There. <laughs> <laughs> so you work in the Tesco where where oh, the where the people come I'll in at three a.m. asking for a bottle of vodka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I work> <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, quantity surveyor. That just yeah, absolutely, that so absolutely. Boring. That's you all over. And business and financial projects manager. That's such a nothing job title. What does that mean? I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm not going to read the, the rest of it because it's quite long, but apparently famous yeah. polar bears are Simon Cowell, Lord Alan Sugar, and Anna Winter. You are none of these people. I'm so sorry. No, I'm, no, I'm not. But the rest of it... Well, okay, the description of a polar bear is reasonably accurate. Uh, Job-wise, okay. no. Okay. Go on. Well, look... What, what are you... <laughs> We're both predators. I mean, I, I suppose oh. that's quite good. Okay. Um, I'll try and I'll try and I'll try and work this out. Um, okay. So Yukas says, "You're a tiger." Motto: I'll work it out in my own time. And six percent of the UK population are tigers. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll skip through this. So tiger strengths. Tigers are natural problem solvers who like to work quietly and steadily on a number of things at once. They are flexible and like to try new ways to get things done. Tigers can look at situations and make decisions without getting upset. They always stand up for what they believe in, even if others don't agree. Let's yeah. let's let's go through some of these quick that, things. That's, here. that's that's reasonably fair. Okay, tigers love learning, especially facts that help them understand how the world works. Okay, enjoy Philosopher. competitive games. Philosopher. Enjoy competitive games. Very individualistic and determined to do things their way. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but this is actually yeah, okay. I buy that. Okay, this is actually. I'm I'm changing my tune on this. I think this is absolutely 100. <laughs> no, I've read it out loud. Well, this is and this is one for the ladies out there. Um, may not seek lots of physical attention. They do have feelings, but don't like being fussed over. <laughs> Hang on, I love being touched. I yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I say I don't what? agree with that, but I, I'm no, not, I don't think wrong, I'm in a position. Wrong. I don't. I think I'm in a position to agree or disagree. In all fairness, uh, Robbie, you know no, Torrin, like you like it when I you like it when I smacks your ass. Let's be honest. Oh, that's true. Absolutely, I enjoyed that. Um, oh. Oh. Right, moving on. Um, so, so I regret straight that. talking. If someone doesn't make sense, they'll tell them so, which can make them seem. They'll tell them so, which can make them seem stubborn and strong-willed. Yeah. Well, okay. Usually good fun to be with, but sometimes too honest with their opinions for their own good. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Now, right, look, so what, what, what are your jobs? Yeah, that, that's where I want to have some feedback here. Now, okay. quite similarly to you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to change up the order here. Okay. Right. For a start, it doesn't say, like, the, the way they phrase this just sounds a little bit patronizing. Okay. Army soldier! I know. Okay, now I'm flexible. I think they're just dropping army into like at least one of the one of the five segments, aren't they? I think maybe this entire UCAS thing has been sponsored by the armed forces. (laughs) I think they're just like, oh, everyone should be a soldier, join the navy, join the RAF. To be fair, you do have. I could see. Well, you were you were in a war based film. Absolutely. Well, what you probably don't know was it. What was it? Was it? Was it Hurricane? 
Hurricane was there, and Prisoner. I've done a lot of war-based films, actually. Yeah. For some reason, I've got a sort of World War II face. Um, um, which ones haven't I said? So, vet, veterinary nurse. It doesn't even say vet. It says veterinary nurse. You've, which, got, the, which, you've, got, nah, you've got the schlid of a nurse, to be fair. The schlib? Schlid. I, I didn't realise that you'd seen my schlib. Oh, yeah, schl sorry. Schlid. 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 How dare you? This is not the hair of a nurse. This is... This is <laughs> just because I've... What, what you can't see is I'm actually wearing a little pinny and like a little... For those blue. who don't know what Joran looks like, uh, he's, he's effectively like a uh, maybe a, a budget Jared Leto. I'm interested. Okay, okay, I'll take that. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm the Jared Leto that your mum has at home. You know, the, not the... Not the, not the, not the <laughs> you know, when she says... You know, oh, we won't buy this Jared Leto. We'll have we'll have the one at home. I'm the B Tech version. <laughs> we'll nip to Asda. We'll get the equivalent. Yeah, yeah we'll get. Oh, mate, Asda's got. It's the same. Helmut's mayonnaise is the same. Um, okay, so there's army soldier, veterinary nurse. Now they start to go off the line a little bit. Paramedic. Okay, yeah. I don't think I'd have much sympathy for people though. I'd get quite annoyed at being called out for someone who was like, you know. Well, you got drunk, mate. What do you expect? Like, I, I would, I would be, I, I, you know. They start to go a little bit strange here. Robbie, can you imagine me? Right, okay. Just imagine you're 17. Okay. You, uh, you, you. It's, it's a whole new world of opportunity for you because your parents have just handed you the key to a mm -hmm. brand new Fiat Seicento. <laughs> <laughs> you're thrilled. This represents right. freedom. This represents a new life. You can go and see your girlfriend. You can go and, you know, ah. Oh, and then I, you step I, into I you step into the car. Don't have a girlfriend, Torin. <laughs> but anyway, you 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 step you get into the car, and you're ready to learn how to drive. And who sits next to you? Ah, oh, it's me, Robbie. Ah, oh, I'm gonna teach you how to drive now. Just remember that you get 50 points for hitting all old ladies. Uh, if you hit a dog, that's 20 points. <laughs> uh, you know, and mate, driving instructor, I'd be awful. I get really angry. I'd be like, just, just do driving. Um, I can see your dad being a driving instructor, though. Yes. Um, make sure you uh, now. Uh, you're supposed to check your mirrors before you signal. But I don't do it. No one else does. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the success rate would be through oh, the yeah, roof. Oh yeah, everyone would pass. Like... Yeah, fuck it. You don't need. To Unless check your actually, no. It'd probably be about fifty-two to forty-eight because they have um. Yeah, any exactly. Mention you, yeah, any yeah. mention of you being Labour, um... but crucially, yeah, <laughs> if you're on the left, that's it. I don't know what you've painted. You've painted my dad to be this sort of like you know, SS uniform wearing fucking you know. To be fair, we do own Nazi memorabilia. We well, you've got, you've basically got a war room downstairs. We do. We genuinely, we genuinely have a, a, a coffee pot from World War Two. A Nazi coffee pot. A Nazi coffee pot. And and, and I, I don't know really what because it's an interesting part of history and it's not it's not enjoyable to own, but I mean, you know, it's gotta be something. Well, maybe we should melt it. I don't know. Um anyway, you, you, but it's not exactly something more. we get out. You know, what's, what's, your, what's your last one? Moving on from the talk of Nazis. Sorry, yeah, moving on uh, from what's the, the Nazis. Last one? I'm sorry, you're trying, to, you're trying to police your podcast. Nazis! No, okay, fine. Well, no, I just don't um, want any, any potential sponsors thinking we're supporter of Nazis. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, send them a 20-second clip, but it's just me talking about, yeah, I do own Nazi memorabilia, yeah. Now, welcome <laughs> Let's back. Let's move on. <laughs> we can edit that out. Okay, um, so I don't really know what this is. Uh, next one, transport planner. So essentially, what that is is you know when you're going on a night oh, yours out, are, station, yours, are, yours, are, yours are pretty naff. I'm not gonna lie, they're awful. The worst ones coming up, uh, transport planner. So I, I, uh, 
what bus routes or do i say lads lads should we take a bus or get on the uh, the train what the fuck is that job <laughs> now enough of that the last one i'm just gonna go tree surgeon i mean all of my jobs <laughs> are awful awful the only one that's mildly interesting is army soldier the only one that really suits me is army so essentially oh famous tigers <laughs> okay <laughs> right who have you got um i've got scarlett johansson okay lady gaga <laughs> right and let's see if i can do an impression of this guy so you might be able to get him hang on wait I I um I I think that I have one of the uh the most incredible jobs of all time, all time. Like wait, this I can't really do an impression of this guy. Uh, um, um, uh, I I want you to um uh, like American but not quite. Uh uh, it's Kanye West. I was doing Kanye West. Mate, that I'm sorry. Awful. Look at your face. Look that at that is face. that is that is dreadful. Kanye West. Kanye West, he, 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 he like talks like has a way of, of, okay, fine. Fuck it. Listen, now that you've, now that people, now that people on uh, your, your, uh, your, your podcast have heard my, uh, my bad Kanye West impression. Uh, I feel like that's my job gone. And this that's is why, the, this gone. is why aspiring actor was, was emphasized oh, right, from okay, the offset. Enough. It's also why I'm fucking not even aspiring actor. I'm a fucking tree surgeon. <laughs> so let's, let's bear that in mind. Right, so um, we're back now. So to wrap this okay. up, okay, we're going to move on to Instagram and look at. Uh, whoa, sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no one, no one mentioned this. Go what? on. Did you did you not see my story? No. Wow. Hang on. Wow. Hang on. Uh, sorry, Instagram. Not so I forgot. Once you've got a, a thousand followers, in this oh, stop, what are your notable paying, customer you stop... experiences? Anything yes. to be appreciated? Okay. So good, I've good. got some. I've not got many. Like, if you're listening, I don't care what it is. Just send something in, please. <laughs> um, please, give us please. your content. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got some. Uh, the first one, uh, no, no, no one said they wanted to be listening on us. I've got um, Charlotte to begin with, which says, I. so as Doran said, it is notable customer experiences. I've got one from Charlotte, which says, uh, I visited a karaoke bar and they gave me a double rum and coke instead of a single. Um, Brilliant. Always a bonus. It is the oh, context I... behind this. We, we, I was talking to Charlotte yesterday about karaoke bars, and I said that's my living hell, basically. Oh, um, mate, you didn't come to my birthday, did you? Yes, I did. Did you come to the? You came to karaoke? No, I was no because I had work, so I came after. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You didn't come to the proper bit, the proper fucking, you know. How oh, dare I? Um, yeah. So, but no, it's basically I cannot think of anything worse than a karaoke bar standing in front of a group of people and singing. It's my... I can't like, wait to get you in a karaoke it's just bar. Not, it's not going to happen. I'd actually go I'll home. pay you. I'll pay no, you I'd, I'd, go, I'd, I'd go home. It's just not... Pounds. It won't, it Cash in hand. Happen. I don't care. Cash in hand. No. 500 pounds. I'm going home. 750. I'm going home. 1,000 pounds. No. no 1,000 pounds. Gen, genuinely, I would, would rather Five go home. Five grand. Cash I in would, hand. I would rather go home. You're mad. You're mad. If I presented to you now in front of you, five grand cash in hand and said, sing just one I'd go, song. I'd go home. No, I wouldn't well, you're do mad. it. You're mad. You're absolutely nuts. Jesus Christ. Are you that bad at singing? That's not even bad at singing. It's just, I don't, I don't like a lot of Liar. attention, put simply. Um, you're doing a podcast. I, I know, I know. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is like, I, right, moving on. Um, fair point though. Um, we've got Dylan Patel. Um, I'm tempted just to ignore him as he turned down the role of co-host, but um, ah, well, yeah, fair enough. Fuck him. But we're clutching at straws here. Uh, he yeah, he, he said three actually. 
He said, I was bagging this man shopping and he told me that he loved me. Um, now, is that a euphemism? <laughs> a euphemism for what? <laughs> well, you know, if, you've, if, if there's an old man, you've bagged his shopping, you know, maybe you've, maybe you've got his uh, selection of Cumberland sausages and bagged them, you know? I'm just saying that you might have, you know... I think that's even more uncomfortable. <laughs> you might have packed his Jaffers. You might, I've oh, got, right, I, I okay. don't know. Um, he also said, hey, I worked in a bakery and had a customer ask me for five unbaked cookies. I don't think that's that odd. That is because, quite odd. Well, no, because he could have been like, I don't know the context, but for me, it's like he just would want them baked at home. So freshly cooked, baked cookies, unless he's going to eat them raw, then yes, that's Here's odd. Here's the problem but... I have. Here's the problem I have. Right. There's two things with that. Number one is that, you know, how much of a cookie aficionado do you have to be to demand that they're freshly baked at home? when you can just warm them up in the oven if you're that mental about it and they're not going to taste any different. Do you know what I mean? The other thing is if they are going to have them freshly baked, what they're saying there is I eat five cookies at a time because you're not going to put one in an oven and then get a glass of milk and then do it one at a time. I mean, what a waste of energy. The other thing I have a problem with is you can buy cookie dough raw in Tesco's in a, in a tube much like you can in America, where you can buy like a five-pound tub of cookie dough, and everyone. Knows You're right, one. but he was working in a more bougie supermarket at the time, so that could be why. Mm, yeah, well, um, maybe they wanted it for ice cream purposes, and then yeah, I don't. Perhaps know. never know. Yeah. Uh, but basically, Dylan, just stop being such a judgmental prick. It's basically the answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's then also gone on to said, "I worked at a popular clothing shop and had a customer try to return something they hadn't paid for yet." No, like that doesn't surprise me. I, I, working in England, that's just something I can see that can. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I it's probably Primark. I, I wouldn't know it? what to say Primark. myself. No, it was again a quite a reasonable a reputable store. Yeah, okay. it was um, till they got bought up by Mark Ashley. Um, Mike Ashley, you with names Mike is Ashley. terrible. We've got fucking Harvey Epstein and Mark Ashley. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> to be fair, I, I have had a reasonable amount of wine. Uh, <laughs> that, that could Wait, be I'm it the, I've, I've had about the same of whiskey Look. yeah but I've not drank for a while um, then we have uh, some more longer ones so Nathan Ambrose who was the guest on the last episode um, okay yeah yeah he, has he said, was good he, he, honestly I love Nathan he, he is great yeah, yeah. he was great um, he said right so basically when I worked at Top Man this girl came in and I was working on tills Anyway, she came to my till and she had a lot of Topshop clothes. Like, I think she spent a lot of moolah, so I was gonna be, it was going to be like a 10-minute transaction. So I started talking to her about her day and noticed she worked at Pets at Home, which is where I had been the night before to pick up food for Jessie. So anyway, we started having this really great conversation about our pets. She was telling me about her dog and cat and how she talks to them, and they were basically her best friends. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do the exact same thing. Just natural to talk to your pets, you know? And she was like, oh, that's cute. What pet do you have? And I was like, ah, a fish. I've never seen someone's face drop so much in my life and turn from, oh, what a nice conversation to this kid is a freak. Who the fuck talks to a fish? Anyway, the rest of the transaction was awkward and silent. And my colleague next to me couldn't stop laughing. And then when she left, the customer came over to me who heard the entire thing and shook his head in disappointment. Okay, well, fair enough. I, th- I that that was that was clearly an opportunity. What you should have done there, Nathan, is you should have you should have you know said, um, yeah, I've actually um, 
I don't own a dog, but I do have a lot of leashes at home, if you're interested. And then seeing how the conversation went from there. And then, you know, you go in at the top level and then... <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's going to be better than say. I'll be honest. I really want to buy a fish at the moment. I really want to buy want a fish. fish. I really want to buy a fish. For that same reason. So, for myself... It's that, it makes me feel You're going to talk than... to your little fish. You're going to have a little goldfish. Better than talking to myself. So I... But the problem is... I know what it's like working in hospitality. You're, at the moment, you're in this sense of false security. You think you're going to have time to do this fucking podcast as soon as work opens up again? Yeah. You're going to go, no, yeah, I'm really yeah. going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, of course I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, within two weeks, you'll be like, oh, mate, I really want to do the podcast, but... Uh, like, it, it, no, it, it's going to happen. You should still do it. I'm going to you still do it, and you'll be there with your fish in your room, fucking feeding it do you brandy. Know what? Do you know what? Get your negativity out of here, right? You're on episode <laughs> two, and you're telling me this isn't going to happen for the future. It's this is this is. Of course it is, Robbie. I believe in you, but what I'm just imagining <laughs> is you sat there, is you sat there with this little goldfish, just like going, should probably do the podcast, shouldn't I, Freddie? Freddie Fish. Well, he can be the co-host. He will be okay. the co-host, right? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting point, Freddie. Now, <laughs> um, we've then got one from Sam Amanzu, who says, I'm assuming the question for your podcast means dealing with the customers. Well, put, put simply, Sam, uh, enough with a fucking sarky-ass question. It was an ambiguous question. This could mean you dealing with customers or you being a customer. Stop being such a sarky prick. Um, and <laughs> insulting our, li- you know, the, the, the listeners that you do have. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking sarky prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said, in which case, I asked the guy for his ID and he looks about 12 years old. And he said, nah, mate, come on, just set me it. To which I replied, no. To which he replied, do you want me to wait outside for you? To which I also said, no. But he insisted as I didn't let him buy the booze. So he said he was going to get his boys and shank me up. I can confirm he never shanks me up. Yeah, I mean, that would be quite a commitment to not getting a drink. To I just do don't get customers. Firstly, Sama, I'm confused where this happened. Because I know where you've worked. And you are currently the, the wolf of Wimbledon, is what he is. <laughs> a big, big yeah. businessman. And yeah, yeah. prior to that, he works in the deli counter of a quite a well-known supermarket. So I don't know. So we're talking where... Waitrose here. No, no. Um, but I can't work out in what circumstance someone like would someone be trying to purchase alcohol on a deli counter? Um, yeah, but no. Even, just because you work on the deli counter, you can still work tills, can't you? No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. He just did deli every just, Sunday. He, he was, he, just was did... he was contractually obliged no, to never, no, never that's all, work. No, that's all he ever did. He used to, he used to make all the the deli things every Sunday. Yeah, okay. That's, no, thing. generally that's what he did. So I don't know where someone was buying alcohol. Um, but I just don't get customers who do get aggressive and nasty. I, because I think, I think I've had a few. Will. I've had a few, and I've had a few. The Ivy was especially bad for this. I can imagine. Uh, I think the more the Ivy, higher class the restaurant is, in in our case, the more level. they get quite irate. The thing is, is because the Ivy is. If you're going to the Ivy, as in the real Ivy, as it were, um, it then, Mar- then it's, Marlo, you know, it? you couldn't... Marlow? No, yeah, it's Central Marlo? London, Covent Garden. It's in, uh, yeah, the real Ivy. Oh, okay. Um, the original Ivy. It's not in Covent Fair. Garden, actually. It's just off Covent Garden, I think. Uh, but anyway, um, like you're talking like, you, you know, it's 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 top level London restaurant. You're talking yeah. like 200 quid and like, you know, it's proper, you know. But then obviously 
the whole point of the Ivy Brasserie, which is what the Ivies that you see around are, they're, they're officially the Ivy Brasserie. Yeah. Um, not Brazier as you used to call it uh, before I corrected you. <laughs> the Ivy Brazier. Delicious. Brazier. No, bra- bra- a Brazier. Brazier, as in bra. You know, as in, you know, yeah. The, the Ivy, <laughs> oh, the Ivy Brazier. That. Well done. <laughs> uh, the Ivy Brasserie. It was, uh, oh, thank God you never said it to a customer, I hope. Um, no, of course I did. Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't be silly. Oh, of course I did. I am oh, one of those guys, though. I say things f- as they read, phonetically speaking. Okay. And, like, I remember there was an English a, a class. Fuckwit, yeah. And I was reading... Right. And uh, <laughs> I, I was reading, like, this text. And I, there was a, I went, oh, um, so the companies... The, <laughs> entire class, the entire class went silent. I went, what? What did you say? Like, companies? Do you mean companies? <laughs> and I just sat there and I was like, oh, God. But I do. I just, I just say things how I would exp- phonetically speak. This man wants to be a teacher. Just bear that in oh, mind. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, God. Okay. Let's just, let's just bear that in mind. Uh, um, yeah. No, the, the, the Ivy, it was often the hyperbole that comes up. Like so often you'd have complaints where it's you've ruined my night or yeah. you've ruined my daughter's birthday or you've written. It's like. If you're like, look, we're just a restaurant. If this is enough to ruin your day, you've got a very sad little life. Let me tell you my worst complaint. Mm-hmm. Eat up to help out. Awful experience that was. Mm-hmm. It was a Monday. I think the last, I think it was the third week of Eat Up to Help Out. Mm-hmm. I was the only manager on shift. So it was just me, three waiters, one bartender. Mm-hmm. We were. That's all we could. We had to kind of do those yeah. shifts. We needed, if anything, probably double the amount of staff. But mm-hmm. anyway, 190 people that evening Good was job. rough. Was rough. Yeah. This couple came in probably in about the 60s. Came so when around. you said 190, was that booked in or was that walk-ins as well? Uh, both. Oh, Jesus, why were you letting people in, man? Just okay, yeah. Money, money, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah and we. Basically, well, no, because it was one of those like we were fully booked inside, but there was like, but you've got an outside section. Yeah, all right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. we do, we do. Table's free. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This probably sixties couple came in. It was their fortieth wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Came in, we're really nice. Chat with them at the bar. They're really lovely, to be fair. To begin with, then they had their meal. Did you give them a free glass of prosecco. Now, right? yes. Um, and normally when you book a table with a place where I work, you get the table for two hours, which is a norm for restaurants in Oxford. Even yeah, pubs operate yeah. on that level, literally everywhere in Oxford. And came up to about, about 15 minutes left, and I noticed they still had quite a few drinks on the table. Mm-hmm. So I said to the waitress, do you want to just let them know they've got a 15-minute warning? However, if they want it, the couple, there's a couple up on the bar who basically will be moving on to their table. So they can effectively just do a direct swap and they can sit in the bar and have as many drinks as they want. Cool. No worries. And they went, yeah, we'll do that. So they immediately they jumped up and came over and went, so where did you want us to go? I went, if you just give me 30 seconds. Let me just wipe your table. Move this couple over there. You can yeah. then sit up on the bar. Mm-hmm. And he kind of pulled a face at me and I went off to clear the table. And as I was coming back, he went, I'm sorry, this is fucking ridiculous. And I went, you, you okay, so what's up? And he went, never in my life, you've got me standing around here like a lemon. Never in my life have I been told that I've got to wait 30 seconds for a table. And I looked at him and I went, have you been to a restaurant before? 
<laughs> and, he, and he went, he went, what did you just say? I went, have you been to a restaurant before? He went, I've been to plenty, kiddo. Don't you patronize me? And I went, classic Robbie, like, okay. And I I just went, it's almost, that's quite normal. I went, I I would love to go to a restaurant and immediately sat down, but it's quite normal just to, like, it doesn't, just because you walk into restaurants mean someone just drops everything because you've walked in. Like, yeah, you've got to wait 30 seconds. As I've explained, I'm about to sit at your table, then you can sit down as soon as I've just wiped it for COVID reasons. And he just got really irate, like, up in my face, shouting and swearing at me. He yeah. offered me one outside. Um, yeah. He was like, right, outside now. And I went, I'm quite comfortable where I am. Thank you very much. And yeah. he was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to embarrass you in front of your staff and customer. We'll do this outside. And I went, you can go outside to call off, sir. I'm staying exactly where I am. Thank you very much. And he yeah. got really quite like to the point where he then refused to pay his bill. Which was I'm really, imagining which was, he's like bald and overweight. That's what I'm Overweight, imagining. yes. About five foot four. Uh, did have some gray hair. Um, yep. And he was like, "Not going to pay my bill." And I went, "Oh, that's not happening." Yeah, and he yeah. went, "What do you mean?" I went, "You've got a three hundred pound bill." Yeah, and you were telling me you're not going to pay because I asked you thirty seconds to wait thirty seconds before we sat at the bar. Mm-hmm. He went, "Well, you've ruined my entire wedding anniversary." And I went, "Well, it's down on you whether you whether ru- And I went, "You've ruined your wedding anniversary." I just went, "It's down to you whether you're going to let this ruin it or not." I don't think it's that big of a deal. Just chill out. Whatever. And yeah. he then refused to How pay. How was his he, wife at this point? Just kind of in the background, silently nodding, effectively like like mm-hmm. that. A really shit hype man, basically. Um, yeah, yeah. And I just and I I said to him, it's not happening. Not happening. I said this isn't a market store where you barter what you pay for or whatnot. You pay for what you've consumed. If you want to set the service off, that's cool. But you've got to pay for what you've had. He went, well, mm-hmm. well, my steak was undercooked and I had problems with it. His steak, he ordered, asked for it medium rare. It came out mm-hmm. perfectly medium rare, which he mm-hmm. said was raw. And I said to him. It wasn't raw. First and foremost, and he just went, well, are you trying to poison me? And I went, well, it's a steak. You're not going to get poison from a steak, first mm-hmm. and foremost. So let's change, just switch up this narrative. Yeah. Um, you actually had it how you wanted. We got you yep. But either way, you ate half the steak. We'd already done a check back and you said everything was perfect. Mm-hmm. You then changed your mind later on. We got you a new one. And I was like, and I was actually going to do something with your bill to compensate for that. I wasn't whatsoever. I was just telling this to his face to, yeah, yeah. you know, butter him up a little bit. And I was like, but I didn't want to intrude your meal because I didn't want to, you know, I knew it was your wedding anniversary. I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't want to make a big deal. So I was going to leave it. Also, and do it doesn't else later matter on. if someone if someone has a problem with their meal and you replace it. It's, it's irrelevant. It's well, irrelevant. He he ate, get, ha- yeah. We did a check back. He was happy. He then yeah, yeah, ate yeah. half of the steak and then complained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He then got another steak. So at that exactly. point, I'm thinking, I'm not giving it to you for free because you've technically had one and a half steaks. Like, yeah, chill yeah, out. Yeah. Anyway, I comped off a bottle of wine, and um, he just was this entire palaver went on for about 20 minutes where he was yeah, yeah, up yeah. in my face. I, it, it was quite awful. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the best thing about it was in the end, they had the bar, they had another drink and then I cut them off and told them to leave because they were just quite unpleasant. Yeah. The best thing was, was it was so loud where all the customers kind of in the restaurant were kind of just watching. And yeah, I had yeah. one couple who was sat next to them. Who I went over because the, the problem was I then couldn't do my job. I couldn't, there was a queue at the door. My staff couldn't, didn't have the time. It was just awful. But this couple at the bar, who was next to me, I was like, I'm really sorry for keeping you waiting. Your table's now ready. He went, oh, 
I have no problem in the world waiting for a table at all. You are lovely. <laughs> you are amazing at your job. And it's just it's just a real shame that there are some dickheads in this world who want to really act up in restaurants. And this yeah. old two old bags next to them are there like giving it whilst this guy's then passed me ten pounds as an apology. <laughs> yeah. And then I sit them down. And then there's another table who had heard the entire thing. He then yeah. as they were leaving came up and gave me twenty pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went it's quite good. Can I just can I just say one. you have being amazing with this. You've had an absolute yeah. arsehole right over there pointing at yeah, this yeah. guy going, but not only were you professional, but you didn't let him run you over. You stood yeah, your yeah. ground, but you were professional and you were still respectful and polite. It's just a shame. There are pieces of shits like this little guy over there who wants to treat like his 20 pound. And as they walked out, went over and went, sir, can I just say you're an arsehole? And then walked out. And at this point, well, I was just they, thinking like- you, They said that. To the, to the guy. Okay, yeah. nice. And I was just there like, very stressed out and I wasn't in a, I was quite worked up after because I'm one of those yeah, like, yeah. I don't like confrontation so I was Hang very on, Robbie, sorry you were working as a manager and you were taking tips yeah man <laughs> <laughs> I know that's no, it's, it's allowed I, I couldn't I'm not gonna that's say allowed. no I'm not gonna say no to 30 moral or not I'm not gonna say no to 30 pounds like uh <laughs> come on um but yeah, sorry. Back to the the things. So we've got one more. Oh, I is, bet, I bet. Yeah, yeah. We've got one more, which is uh, before I lose my job, uh, which is uh, to clarify, I am allowed to take tips. It's fine. Yeah, I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. But we've got one more from my friend Sam, and this is the most Sam story I've ever heard in my life. He works in a very popular bar in the UK, and he said, after we closed the bar, had a customer try and order to make uh, well order me to make him a drink. I said no because the bar was literally disassembled. He works in one of those bars where it's like a two-hour closing process. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like The Alchemist or somewhere like that, but yeah, okay. No. Um, okay. <laughs> if you think more so where the castle is, um, a quite a popular bar down that end. So there's Slug and Lettuce. You can just say where it is, surely. Why is it a problem? Um, okay, I will, I will say the Slug and Lettuce. Okay, I listen. I don't want a lawsuit coming my way, Torrin, right? Okay? You can, you can, you can have anonymity. We're right? episode two in. I don't want to end up in court next week. And your your face will tell me whether or not I've given the right answer. So, Malmaze, we argued the Slug and about, Lettuce. We argued for about 10 minutes before he stated he pays for my wages. So, we asked, so I asked him if he owned the company that we worked for and, and offered to compare bank accounts. Man got a bit rowdy, and after that, the bouncers finally showed up and escorted the lovely poor gentleman outside. <laughs> but that is the most sad response is, oh, I didn't know you were in the company. Let's see your bank account. <laughs> like, um, that is, mate, like, there's, I think, I think the confusion is, is like, whereas there, there comes a point in your life where you reach a level of maturity where you realize that the people who you interact with on a day-to-day -day basis do yeah. not make up the policies of where they're they're working. No. So like, there's a certain amount of maturity that comes with, you know, if you go to a restaurant and they say, you know, it's it's kids eat free or whatever, and it's, oh, it's don't every, get me kids you know, eat free. Kids eat free. James is Italian. For every main, you know, for every oh, adult main you order, and then you have two adults turn up, and they one of them has a starter, and they got two kids. And then you sort of like the, the the parents turn around and like, what the fuck is supposed to be kids eat free? It's like, look, I don't make that policy. Just so you're aware, I didn't choose this. This isn't, I'm, I'm literally, I'm doing my job. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And th there's there's a point at which you're like, for some reason, some people never seem to get out of that headspace. It's the just, the person don't... who's directly in front of me is responsible. Well, last week I was meant to do a food review of some sort. 
and okay. um, link us back into hospitality. But to do some popular food trends, and I again forgot. Uh, however, I did try a new place out on delivery. Which have okay. you ever been or eaten at Spiced Roots by any chance? Spiced Roots, I feel Cali like Road. I have. Now that isn't on. Um, is it Caribbean? Yes. Jamaica. Is it on Holloway Road, as in in he- like between um, Headington and? Uh... No, it's on the main Cowley Road. Uh, almost... Oh fuck! It's a it's a it's a buffet normally, isn't it? No. Uh, okay, no, I haven't been. Put there. simply, you haven't been there. Um... <laughs> Let's just pause a second. I, I feel like I need to. I, I, before we move on to the next topic, Robbie. I feel okay, like yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. I feel like you've jumped over. It's, fine. it's, it's, it's not really your podcast or anything, but yeah, you take, you take the, you take the. No, 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 listen. <laughs> I feel like it's worth mentioning at this point. In terms of worst customer experiences, I, I very rarely get a chance to talk about this, and I feel like I should talk about it more. Okay, um, vents, vents, go ahead. You, no, 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 not not venting. No, no, no. no. Um, Robbie, do you remember the time when I saved a woman's life in a restaurant? Do you remember that? Oh my god! Yes, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> Technically speaking, you, after doing many uh, health and safety courses, after you, you could have been sued. But yes, you did absolutely. Save a woman's life. Of course, I could, but you I did. don't care. I saved a woman's life. You did. I, I do remember this because I was on the front section, and you were on. I think the thirties. I was. Yeah, I was on the thirties. I just remember our manager just going, "Someone call an ambulance! Someone call an ambulance!" I was thinking, yeah. what, "What is going on?" And I looked at the back and I went, "Oh, oh, okay, yes, I've got." What I remember. I saw you so mid vivid. mid Heimlich. Is it he- Heimlich? Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, Heimlich, yeah. I pronounced it correctly this time. Heimlich well maneuver. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I write. I'm gonna call an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I had, I had basically a woman choked on some steak. That's 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 you know that you, and, and I did the Heimlich maneuver. But I, the, what was what was hilarious was I was training at the time. What was her name? Fucking Honor. What was her name? The Honor. young blonde. Honor. That was Honor. it. Um. And she was, she was, I mean, she, she didn't give a shit. shit. She, was, but... she didn't give a shit. <laughs> but she, she was, she was stood there and just, I was like, so I saw this woman like push her. She like knocked her drink over and like pushed everything away from her and was obviously struggling. And I came, I ran over and like hand on her back. Like, is everything okay? What's up? And then could see she couldn't breathe and picked her up and started in the home maneuver. And whilst I'm doing it, I just look up and say to Honor, call an ambulance. And she is just stood there crying. Just, just, <laughs> just staring at me, just in floods of that tears. Does, that, that, that does not surprise me. And at I was all. like, very useful. Thank you so much, Honor. Thank you so much for being here to help me in this trying time. I mean, you talk about panicking, like you talk about, you know, trying to deal with a situation. I remember Pedro coming over and being like you know oh my god what's fucking happened and i said and then then i was the bob person who's furthest away from the entire thing and i was the only one who called an ambulance i know it was like Like... i was like honor call an ambulance she's like what do you mean like what do i say and it's like (laughs) but you know i i actually have a as much as probably be referenced at some point i had a similar experience when i was a lock fine it was a it was a sunday me one other waiter and a manager yeah. And it was really, really busy. It was yeah, yeah. stupidly busy. We were doing about 15 tables each. It was nuts. Yeah, and then one of our regulars, as he was walking in, fell to the floor and basically was having a heart attack. Fuck. And my manager and Carlos, the other waiter, basically went running over to go and see us. It was just me doing 30 tables because it's one of those, like, business has to continue flowing. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm trying to 
run the reins at this point, running all the food, seven thirty tables. Whilst this man's having a heart attack. And then I remember table twenty five calls me over. Yeah. Can you light this candle on the table? Oh fuck. And off. I looked at him and I went, So with all due respect, <laughs> that man's having a heart attack outside right now. And you asked me to light your bloody candle. <laughs> and he went, What's well, a special occasion? Oh, and I just looked God. at him. I looked at him and I just I just walked off. Yeah, yeah. I walked off. I, I didn't say a word because I was like, yeah. if I say what I want to say, yeah. I'd probably get fired. Yeah. Uh, and 10 minutes later, I did light the candle and I went, now we know the man's alive, sir. Yes, I'll light your candle for you. Pass it in. Anyway, Robbie, sorry, I interrupted you. You were talking about a Caribbean takeaway on the Cali Spice Roots. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is. I, I, went, I ordered from them on delivery the other day because... Jamaican cuisine, I'm not particularly familiar with. I think I've had it once in Carrow Carnival. And jerk I, chicken. I did have jerk chicken. Yes, I did. I did. Um, yep. And this is going to be a very honest review. Okay. It wasn't for me. Okay, okay. However, however, it's one of those where I could actually sit there and go, it was amazing jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not used to that kind of food. It's not like okay. white people sort of made <laughs> jerk chicken. It's proper authentic stuff. No, but it is no, but it was, it's like proper. It's like no, because it's a independent restaurant. Um, I, I believe actually one of the guys who owns it works for the company that I work for. For some reason, mm. he works two days a week at one of the restaurants. Um, and then owns this other restaurant that works kind of there the rest of the week. And yeah, I believe yeah, yeah. he's the head bartender. Nuts. But I, 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 it was, I got it and I got jerk chicken and I messed up because I thought I ordered a salt cod croquettes to start with. And yeah. I actually ordered jerk chicken spring rolls. So I just got jerk chicken and jerk chicken. But Okay, delicious. Even just the bag, I could smell the food. Even before yeah, yeah. I'd opened anything. And I was like, yeah, yeah. this is going to be good. Now, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not just not used to... Firstly, it wasn't the spice before anyone goes, oh, you just couldn't hack the spice. The yeah, spice was... Un- the spice, no, it was a nice level. It was the smokiness. It was the smokiness, yeah, yeah. that sort of barbecue. I'm just not used to it as a whole. Yeah, yeah. But it was moist. It was nice and juicy. No, because most, most jerk chicken... Stop pissing. Jerk chicken is dry as fuck, mate, normally. No, but it's not. It wasn't. It was so yeah, juicy. Yeah. It was unreal. Cause that, and that's, what, that's how I know... You're so childish, my lord! <laughs> I like it's, it, the more and more you say juicy and moist. I just listen. I, I, I you oh, know, I, God, go you on, disgust me. Um, juicy and moist, but <laughs> you were chewing on well, the bone okay. and it was juicy and moist. Go on. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> that's, that's, uh, okay, it was fantastic. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. The spring roll okay. was great. It's what it was. One of those dishes where eating straight away, you know, it's fresh. You know it's fresh. Like it's not frozen. It's not that frozen shite from Iceland or whatever. It's proper you know I, homemade stuff, and it was see, amazing. I'd love you to see behind the scenes. I guarantee you, if I know jerk chicken restaurants, and I, I to be fair, Caribbean food is up there what, the, in the, probably in my top five. Big old, the big old Brexiter over here. Uh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely, the, the, the jerk chicken connoisseur. <laughs> absolutely, jerk chicken connoisseur. Crep check. I am wearing black socks. Uh, no, and with uh, red with red trousers. Red trousers, um, yeah, the Nike Air Max. I'm gonna be wearing that today. Uh, no, okay. Chris. So, 
Um, he's got an Oxford accent. He doesn't sound. Like I that. need to. Do you know? What? I need to stop with the inside jokes in this podcast. Um, I know. I hopefully, know. The, the, idea, the idea is after a, a few weeks of um, of uploads, people would cotton on to the 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 references. Exactly. That's the idea, anyway. Um, Sorry. No, I I would love to having having been to a lot of jerk uh, chicken restaurants. A lot of like, there's a place in Headington where I've been before. There's um. There's when I was in London, there was a place right near me. I can't remember the name of it, but I I, I will always go for like, I I love because I love spice. Jerk chicken yeah. is, is there for me. Um, but the Caribbean restaurants, mate, a lot of like because when you think of Caribbean food, the immediate thought is obviously jerk chicken, mate. Yeah. I'd love you to see behind the scenes. I know for a fact that those restaurants are like they are home cooking, like you know, stuff. No, no. So that's but the thing. Let me- but this this place. I know it for a fact because they do add actually show them cooking it behind the scenes okay. and whatnot. It's okay. phenomenal. And it, okay. cause it is, it's a little bit, I think I paid 16 pound for jerk chicken, mm-hmm. but it was even like the, it came with rice and peas, fairly standard rice and peas to be fair, but like even like, rice and, peas sal- and this is where I sound so white, but the salad was dressed, was seasoned. You, most restaurants just, Bung to get some lettuce, tomatoes, and cucumbers. Goes, oh, here was a salad. That's four quid. It was actually dressed and it was seasoned, and that's why straight away I'm like, okay, this is a place that actually cares. This is a place that actually makes effort into its food. Stop pissing yourself with laughter. This is, this is a, no, 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 by any... I just love. I, you know, earlier on, I was talking about how you take things really seriously. Oh, like this I, is I this know, is an example of I you being know. like they, they seasoned the salad. I couldn't believe. It. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> they put like... a bit of olive oil on there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really. But it was one of those. But like, even for me, I didn't like it, but I can still <laughs> tell it was really, really good food. Oh man, you sound paid off right now. You sound you sound like someone who's been bunged a tenner to give this place a get. What you can't see is Robbie's. He's, he's genuinely heartbroken that his well planned out section of this podcast, where he's put in work, he's written down what he was going to say about. I paid my place. own money for this food. He, he he chose to go to a restaurant. He's going to review. I think that's a very good review. I think I, I think that's a fantastic review. I think you should be very proud of yourself. No, because it's one thing that always like annoys just... me is like people who order a dish. And they don't like it, but then they try to make out there's something wrong with the dish, and it's like, yes, do you know what? you can order something and just not like it? That's it. And in this case, yeah. that, that 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 was just it. That was just I just wasn't a fan of that particular dish. But they've got many other stuff. They've got I have it written down for this, uh, but I've just closed my book. It is uh, you closed your book in frustration. Oxtail, but like? they've got like yes, quite literally, Torrin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oxtail butter bean. They've got jerk lamb mac and cheese. There was there'd be more stuff I want to go and try. Plus, I've read they because they, they do um, even the cocktail menu looks phenomenal, and they do cocktail masterclasses. Which okay. I'm going to stop talking about this and wrap this up because I can already tell by your I've face. I've got a thing lined up. It's making me sick. Let the smirk and the. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me do a podcast. Let me do a let me do a, a sting for you. Hang on, wait. wait. <laughs> that's right robbie the not so raucous podcast sponsored by spice roots no no Caribbean... no, no, no no not sponsored not <laughs> okay sponsored. okay <laughs> not sponsored right I, if you want to then go ahead uh but uh <laughs> 50 quid 
We'll do another good review. No, um, no, no, no. If you're not talking to honey, then I'm not interested, all right? <laughs> 50 quid? That doesn't even cover fucking three orders of jerk chicken. Fucking However, extortionate prices. This, I'm this has been I'm a way longer episode than I actually anticipated. We're going to have a lot to it. Uh, and actually, on reflection, I think we've barely touched the topic of chops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. Um, so, on that note... Thank you very much for listening. If you have, if you got to this point, then honestly, fucking cool guys, I'm I'm pissed. I'm actually very drunk right now. Uh, so thank you for tuning in for this long. Um, if oh god, what have we done? Um, the podcast is now thanks to Anchor again, not sponsored. Um, but if you can, if you want to, oh my lord. Um, <laughs> It is not <laughs> for those for those wrong and say don't use Spotify. It is now on Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Pocket Casts, and apparently something called Radio Public. Um, so there is something for you all out there. Go follow the Facebook and Instagram page. It is the Not So Raucous Podcast. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Um, the my, my Instagram is Robbie A Rutter. I I'm not plugging my own, but it's more so. I'm. I, it's the only time I really get responses for the podcast is if I do it on Instagram. Um, and I believe there was an email. If you want some dilemmas solving, um, go and email notsoraucouspodcast at gmail.com. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you can, what a you wonderful can, side, Robbie. You can send something pleasure. if you'd like. Um, but, Torin, thank you very much for coming on. Honestly, it's been... Straight when I knew I was doing this, you were one of the first guests, second guest I had in mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to come on, so thank you very much. Um, so thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening. Second place is first loser, mate. That's all I'm going to say. Listen, Robbie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I hope at some point we will get to do this again, of course, um, of in whatever context. Um, when you've run out of content, basically, when you when you've when you've got to the point where you don't have anything left to talk about. I can talk about bollocks for an hour and you can just fill in time. Don't worry. That sounds lovely. Um, <laughs> we can and... talk about Agincourt and how we would have solved it. You know, I know you like history, so we can oh, just... <laughs> no, do... Let's Thank do a history podcast. Let's do a history one. So many people have said this and it bugs me. I don't like it. <laughs> but on that though, this has been literally probably about almost an hour longer than what I wanted. So, ciao.